Okay, so I don't know a single thing about Vegas odds or anything, so what's the over-under on our intro working for this second week now? Uh, under 50% over... Is that like 200? I mean, we're just throwing out random numbers here? Or? No, under 50%. Oh, okay. Well, I have no confidence. Well, let's give it a shot anyways, okay? <laughs> All right. Taglines, the show where the tagline is the title. We got it working. It worked. It worked. Yay. Yes. I am Chris Adams. I'm Robert Adams. Oh, man. I am already starting off on a good foot. That intro worked, and that just makes me a happy camper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm watching the playback right down <sighs> here, too. Yeah, it lo- it, yeah, it looks good. What, what changes we have from week one to two? We have the intro working. Nobody's in the chat yet. Such great changes. <laughs> Uh, we'll get uh, more people. will get in the chat as we get going on this, um, and of course, there's also uh, your ability since this is on YouTube. You can also watch it later and catch up. So no big deal right now if you're not in the chat as we start these things. That's cool. Hopefully, you went back and watched the beginning because our intro worked. I yes! know that's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited! I'm gonna I'm gonna reference that the entire way through. Our intro worked. Please watch the beginning of this yeah. video. I forgot to tell you, you got white stuff on your glasses. That you need to. Uh, I was gonna say you got white stuff on your face. It's because I'm white. No, on their glasses, you got a white blob. We're going to do this on... Oh, yeah, th- look at those. Oh, wow, yeah. Hold yeah. on. I'm going to clean my glasses live on air here. Don't worry about it. Don't look at him without his glasses on. He's Superman. Did we already do the intros? Do we already say our names? I said my name. Yeah, I said our name. I'm Superman. Yeah, and I'm Clark Kent. <laughs> Wait. Don't think about it too much. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, so we got... Uh, we got Garth McMurray and Christopher Steichleather yeah. in the chat already. So thank you, gentlemen, for being here as we kick this off. Nice and smeared. Just like a good bagel. That's great. Nice one. and smeared. Smeared? Yeah, it's, my glasses are nice and smeared. Mm. Is it cream cheese? No, it's whatever oils fall from my face onto my glasses throughout the day. This is why people turned on this channel. Exactly. So this is episode two of the tagline. This is our second week. Now, the nice thing about this is we already had all this set up. Like, last Tuesday, we spent, like, the entire Tuesday making sure all the setup was good. And for the most part, I feel like it worked pretty well. Uh, Going back, watching it, there were some sound issues. So hopefully those sound issues seem to be corrected. Let us know in the chat if it, 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 especially if you saw it last week or you saw the replay on the video. How does it sound now in comparison? So, yeah. <laughs> no, hot man, I could not clean my glasses before the stream. Uh, so here's what's funny is you actually had that. So we just got done filming the uh, the Schmodown reaction yeah. to uh, the final exam versus experiment, which was a fantastic match. We'll talk about that some more later. We'll cover Schmodown. But I noticed about halfway through that whole uh, reaction that you had that on your glasses the entire oh. time. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. Okay. So, so we'll clean it here, but we won't clean it for a professional thing like a schmodown reaction. This is a professional thing. Yeah, okay. Sure. 
it's about as professional as we are right now. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, I'll so, start checking my glasses every time before we do anything, apparently. Uh, so we got Tyler's in the chat. Uh, Brandon, the hitman, Hotman Hannah's in the chat. <laughs> Christian uh, hates that so much. And honestly, like, I love Christian, but I love that he hates that so much. But the, here's the thing. I kind of like that nickname on that. It, it works for Brandon Hannah. It's great. It's great for a non-Schmodown official nickname. But for the rest of us, it's it just adds to the fun. Yeah. Really and, of course, you know, uh, uh, Jake Alcaveta hates it as well, so... Well, that's because it was his fault. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. That's fine. So, uh, as we continue on here, again, this is our second show, so let us know how everything sounds, how everything looks. Uh, already, right off the bat, the intro played, so fantastic with that. Yeah. Happy that that played, because so I exciting. really love I really love that. Yeah. Um, so, as we uh, as we jump into this first, let's get, let's get some, like, I guess, house cleaning type stuff out of the way. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. House cleaning. I want to clean my house anyways. I can't clean my house. we got a live stream. Um, so, everything's just a complete mess. I feel like that sometimes. Uh, housekeeping. So, if you if this is the first time you're tuning into our show, which I know most of you in the chat have probably already seen the first episode. Uh, but for or those, you're at least familiar with us. We've seen you before on other things. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with this show, as this is the second episode, I expect that we might attract some people who have not yet uh, watched the show. Look at us, we're not attracting anybody. Uh, Self-deprecation humor. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the way this show works is we talk about movies here. We talk about all sorts of movies here. We talk about movies, we talk about ourselves, and talk then we're, we'll news. talk about some... We'll cover some Schmodown stuff, too, because that's just a part of this community yeah. that... That we're a part of in this. Yeah. So, I mean, this beginning part, we just we have a little bit of fun, just kind of relax. Because, I mean, we are an evening show. People are joining us in the evening. They're getting off work. They're jumping off of whatever live stream someone else was doing before us because everybody's doing a live stream before us also. Uh, so, people are coming here after a long day of whatever it is they're doing with their day. And they just kind of want to mellow and chill. And so, let's we're going to be mellow and chill here. Not as chill as chill the action, but... We're 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 we're, we're going to be a nice evening show where you can kind of relax with your day. Yeah. So we start off kind of relaxed, chatting a little bit, having some fun, chatting with you guys a little bit. Let me get into some of the topics, some of the news. You'll see the headline of the video. Those are going to be our main topics pretty much always. Then we get a little bit of schmodown, which for those who aren't familiar with the schmodown, which we assume that at some point we will start having people watching this stream consistently who may not know the schmodown. Uh, we will we'll talk about we'll talk about that uh, when we get there. We'll kind of refresh people's minds as to what the schmodown is, and then do more do more chat at the end. Kind of wrap the show up with that. So yeah, so uh, I, I, I'm looking at this as we're talking, and then Garth actually pointed it out. I guess the aspect ratios of this are a little off. Uh, I'm a little tiny here uh, yeah. compared to you. Um, I'm not anywhere near as big, so. Um, while yeah. I, you gonna address that in real time? Let me see if I can fix that in real time as we're doing. Right. As as I'm doing that though, how's how's your week been? My week. It's this feels like it's been so quick since our first episode. Like, mm -hmm. I went to bed that night, woke up the next day, and we're doing the second episode. It does. Like honestly, I I do feel like that we we hit this pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, wow, we're already on to the second episode. This is gonna be. Look, I'm not even, like, really complaining about that, too, because I enjoyed doing the first episode last week, so I'm kind of, like, really super enjoying, you know, doing this now, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're on the second episode, so. Uh, I look forward to Tuesdays now for this, for being able to do this kind of stuff. 
It, it is interesting though because like while I was already keeping up with movie news throughout throughout the week, regardless, just because I'm you know we're into movies, so yeah. we do that. It's like daily routine. Check the news. Yeah. What's going on in the world? It's, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more intentional now. Like I'm specifically setting out time to make sure I'm, you know, getting topics that are have been relevant for the last week. Since we're only a weekly show, we're not a daily show yet. Yeah. See, I, look good now. Look at you. You are. I did it. More appropriately sized and compared to me now. Yeah. That's about all I'm going to touch on that. Yep. Good job. <laughs> uh. Tyler says, housekeeping, you need me to fluff your pillow? No, Tyler, we're good on the uh, needing anybody to fluff our pillows. This is a family show. Yeah, no no fluffing going on in our videos. Please, please do not fluff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of feel the same way in, the, in so much that it seems like it's been, like, it's been really quick since the last time, yeah. like, last week. And I'm like, ooh, we're doing another live stream again. Here, here we go. Uh, so I kind of like that, uh, just because it's been a very busy week, uh, with work and then all the videos and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, he's gotten bigger. See, Tyler, we didn't need you to fluff. He fluffed himself and he got bigger. Wow. That's where I'm going to leave that one. Wow. All right, moving on. So. We're a family show. It's been, it's been a very busy week. Um, and just so much stuff to work on. Uh, what was funny is, so what was it? The other night I was working. Finish this thought. I have a question for you afterwards. Okay. Uh, the other night I was working on the thumbnail and I just wanted to, I just took a quick picture of my computer while I was working on it, yeah. posted that up on, uh, Instagram, Twitter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us at Cinefanatics MLP on those. And, and then right after that was, I had this issue with my computer Yeah. where the computer like just completely like it, the pro, my account, my main admin account on my computer just completely deleted itself and disappeared and who knows where it went and this was like at four o'clock in the morning i have to be at work the next morning four o'clock in the morning trying to figure this out and i was like i can't deal with this so i went to bed and i'm the type of person i go to bed i wake up the next morning and like as soon as i wake up it's i'm just going i'm just getting ready for work yeah i i'm a more of a night person so therefore my mornings are i get up i shower i get dressed i get out the door yeah i don't have like this very stereotypical come sit down at the table you wake up on the way to work read read the paper whatever reading the paper means nowadays and have some coffee and i have no kids so there's i can yell at my cat but she's probably yelling at me feed me by that point so uh so uh that's that's my morning routine so it's like 4 a.m and i'm like uh which means i know i'm not going to be able to address this issue with my computer until i get off work which isn't going to be till late the next day which i think i believe if i was correct that was last night yeah, yeah. So this this your computer failure happened on Sunday, so we're jumping into Monday now is when you need to fix it. So that was yesterday. So we're having technology failure the day before our second episode of this. Yeah. Woo! Uh, luckily, I got it fixed. I came home like I stopped off. I, I stopped off, picked up a couple like uh, tall boy beers, and I was like, "We're gonna we're gonna get some work done tonight." Yeah, that's got you gotta do that sometimes. Got that cranked out, and I got the computer working, and here we are. We all, we all get to see you. Great success. And we get to accept uh, Movie Fenobi dropping that uh, that three ninety nine super chat in. The opening. The fluff. I wanted to read it. The fluffening. The, fluff, the fluffening. <laughs> the fluffing. Hashtag goal achieved. Yes, we've achieved our goals. Stuff has been fluffed. Stuff has been Hashtag fluffed. Hashtag stuff has been fluffed. I love it. 
Uh, I'm not a morning person either, but I am an IT guy. Sounds fishy to me, losing your admin account. It's it's a Mac, and I've, I, I've read up. So while I was at work, yeah. um, I was reading up on that. So, so I knew when I came home what, what my game plan was going to be. So came home, did it, yeah. uh, knocked it out, and got the computer up and running. Yeah. Uh, Jake Alcavetta, hello there. Oh, wait, that's late to the party. Yes, it is. Uh, but hello to you too, sir. Thank you for being in the chat, and thank you for being a moderator in there. Along with, uh, we got a lot of the uh, Call to Action podcast people moderating in our chat, so yeah, big like shout out to them. Half our chat last week was all moderators from Call to Action. I know. It was like a whole sea of blue. <laughs> and then, to be fair, like, it's because we love those guys, and they uh, they have, I don't want to say they've earned our respect, because that, that sounds too, oh, you earned our respect. It, we love them, so therefore they are in that position. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's it. The, the, they've proven themselves uh, as capable yeah, YouTubers as well. Not necessarily. I don't mean like putting us up here and say, "Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta measure up to our level." No. Uh, well, if they're actually like gonna pass our level, they're about. Oh yeah, are they at twelve hundred yet. So yeah, let's mention that real quick. That uh, so last week we did this and we were like, "Hey, everyone, go over there and subscribe. Get them. They're about to hit C two A one K." And then the next day they hit C two A one K. So I like to think that that is completely based on it wasn't because of no, us it's, at all. No, it's because Christian sent yeah. everybody from SCN over. Yeah. Uh, but it's also because they have good quality content. Yeah, so, absolutely. So not just because of Christian either, because they are putting in the Dude, work. They're... They were chatting with Sean Sullivan and Jillian like last night for like almost what three hours or so. Like, yeah, that was some solid stuff. Uh, here's I wanted to talk to you real quick. I wanted to ask you a question. Uh huh. Did you turn on the AC? Because I am burning up right now. I did, but I have a feeling like our AC's got that stupid timer thing, and it probably went and like say it's after uh, nine thirty. It Let's... needs to kick on. Yeah, it is. It is pretty warm here in Texas. Uh, I think we're uh, like right now, it's sixty-eight degrees outside in Austin, Texas. Yeah, super hot. It's, yeah. it's a hot winter. Um, what's the? There was something else I wanted to cover in like housekeeping. Oh yeah, uh, next week. Let me cover next week real quick. We got to figure this one out. So as of right now, I've got a gig next week that I'm going to be at till about eleven p.m. So. Not gonna be here to do one of these deals, and you're not gonna run a two-hour show by yourself, because um, that kind of ruins the dynamic of the show. So yeah. we're looking at right now, tentatively speaking, we're probably gonna try to do a pre-record next week, and it's probably not gonna be a two-hour-long pre-record. The idea is that we do it and then we put it up as a premiere. So you're gonna be hanging out in the chat. Yes, I plan on being there in the chat, uh, just I guess to kind of like field questions or something as it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, just so I have like a, a, a at least a chat response with people. They're like, "Hey, you guys messed up on that thing. That wasn't the way that that movie happened." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Nobody well, in our chats right now do that. No, I know everyone. Everyone's awesome. So uh, it's only people in the comments on other videos that we do, and they're usually talking about our teeth for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, so, yes, next week uh, it will be a premiere episode. It will be pre-filmed. Uh, so it's probably also going to be shorter. Uh, I know right now we have the goal of setting these for like a two-hour long stream. Yeah. So it's probably going to be shorter just because like uh, part of this is that we want to interact with the chat and look over when people drop in those stream labs, those super chats. We want to be able to address those. By the way, you can drop questions, comments, everything. Stream labs, super chat, 
there's information about the Streamlabs that's over there above his head. Uh, Super Chats right below. You know where that is. If y'all have any questions or comments, anything, feel free to drop those in. Uh, we will be eternally grateful for all of those. Uh, but yeah, I want to be there to kind of help like field the questions and comments and stuff should those come in. Yeah. Um, I love I love the ability to finish a thought and just jump into the other thing. Yeah. Uh, as far as the Streamlabs and Super Chats... Love the Super Chats. Um, those are great. We would highly recommend that you do uh, Streamlabs if you can. I know that I don't have the PayPal feature that a lot of streamers have set up on there yet. I was looking into it, but I, I think I lost lost track of what I was doing at that time. Very busy. Very busy. Um, so right now, like if you can, if you, if you can do Streamlabs, we would highly suggest Streamlabs just because we do get all that money. None of it goes to YouTube. And uh, there's not that $100 limit that you have to hit on, on YouTube before you actually receive the money. Yeah. Yeah, so, so right YouTube now, only pays out uh, once you've received uh, like $100. So Right. So right now, anything we receive on Super Chat, we're not going to see until we finally hit that $100 mark on Super Chat. Yeah. But uh, as far as like Streamlabs goes, I mean, you do get more characters. You've you've all probably heard the spiel on other, on other channels by now. But yeah, Streamlabs, highly preferred way to go. Mm -hmm. But we're not going to turn away Super Chats either because we can't. Yeah, uh, so Jake Acovetta, uh saying that we should add the uh, Streamlabs link to the description so it's clickable. Why did is not? that not in the description? Uh, I thought I did. Oh, hey, look, I didn't. Oh, wait, no, it is in there. It's just not clickable. Why is it not clickable? It's in the description. Oh, well, weird. I don't okay. know why it's not clickable. Well, we will oh. figure that out in time for next week. I don't have the HTTP stuff in front of it. That might be why. Oh. Okay. Silly technology. Uh, and then Jake's also saying, digging the black bar to differentiate. Yeah, that was kind of weird uh, going back and watching it is it's because a there's blue. a nice blue curtain up here, which the blue curtain actually looks really good. I'm proud of it. But, yeah, it was just weird sea of blue, and you couldn't really tell that the – that it was going to cut off at some point. It just yeah. looked, it was a weird optical illusion type of thing. So now I put this black bar in and uh, kind of changed up a little bit of the graphics on here. So yep. yeah, hopefully that looks much better. It's much easier on the eyes to see and watch and whatnot. Uh, Tyler, uh, I believe, I guess he's taking off saying that I leave you boys with this, the $2 super chat. Thank you, Dude. Tyler, for the donation. Tyler, if you're taking off, thank you for stopping by. We'll see you later. Hopefully you, uh, Come back and watch the rest of this because I expect we're going to have a really fun fun show tonight. But we're glad you stopped in live while you did. Yeah, we're going to have some fun conversations. There's some good topics. There's actually a really big topic that hits very close to home for us. So this is going to be some fun discussion it's tonight. it's literally about our home. Because it is about our home. So, <laughs> yeah, go figure. Um, Lucas Shawshank, what is up, gang? Yes. Not much. We have the Lucas the Gams Shawshank. <laughs> the Gams Shawshank. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, not much. Uh, gonna do a stream and maybe uh, eat some poutine. Oh lord, we're not. Eating I don't know. Can I claim poutine? Like I know I started that on the Call to Action podcast channel. Hey, talking about poutine. On, what start on Call to Action? Leave on Call to Action. I would say that's their thing now, right? All the poutine. poutine. Yeah. So I need I need to figure out like some other hey. kind of like off the wall food to start talking about on here. That was that was a gift to them. Let them. Don't be an Indian giver or whatever the, the term is where you take back or I don't know what the term is. Yeah, let's not mention that term ever again. Is that is that a, like a, a, a racial term? Too? It, it, it might, it might not be favored too I've, heavily in I've social. I've legitimately never heard any flack about that term. So if if that is, then we're, that's, that's, that one's done. But Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, and I think one other thing I want to uh, point out um, – and I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, what was it the other night? I can't remember if that was 
I don't know if that was last night or the night before. It's all blurring together, guys. It's yeah, it, together. It, it's it's a long week, so uh, you have to forgive me if I don't remember exact times. But um, oh, it was uh, it was right after one of the call to action. So I think it was Sunday night. Yeah, uh, it was the call to action podcast, uh, and our friend, y'all's friend, uh, Garth McMurray, uh, in the chat. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's racist, Chris. Yeah, Not I, Garth McMurray, but the comment he said. Yeah, duly noted. There's a nice delay there. Duly noted. Thank <clears> you guys <throat> for your uh, cancel set of an excellent. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, Garth was saying that he wants the show to keep going. Uh, Garth. For those of y'all who don't know, um, Garth McMurray is awesome. He is a great person. Um. So after the stream was over, I decided like call him. So we, we did a Facebook call uh, for yeah, like, for what was that, for like two hours or so? It, 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 felt, it felt like a while. Yeah, uh, so... It was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Talking to Garth, uh, and he's been one of the one of our like biggest fans from the start. Garth is a huge Thanks, fan guys. of all... Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Absolutely. Garth is one of like the big fans of like the Schmodown and all Schmodown related content. So I appreciate like having these fans again, coming back to how the community around the Schmodown and how that works. Yeah. This is a fantastic community. And I think Garth is one of the pinnacles of a fan of that community. Uh, very well-spoken, very funny. Yeah. Um, uh, the only time I've really seen, been able to interact with him, I guess kind of like physically, not in a chat room. Uh, type of thing was like seeing him do uh, the fan league games or yeah. uh, when he was on Schmobates. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's great. I, I, that was a really fun conversation we had with him. Um, but yeah, he's he's uh, unfortunately he's been in the hospital for a couple of weeks. So we just hope for speedy recovery. Hopefully get out, get better, and well, yeah. And I, I mean, can't talk anymore. <laughs> right. So yeah, he. I mean, we love Garth here. We are. Uh... We're big. We're big fans of the McMurray. That's oh, he is out of the hospital. Well, congratulations, then Garth got home last night. Yeah, still in extreme pain, but dealing with it. This but is, yeah, this I mean, is where I put in the uh, the cheering soundbite of "Yay, he's out of the hospital!" Yay. Yeah. We don't have sound bites here because we're not. Technology. Garth is only a pinnacle when he's fluffed. Well, possibly. Um, I was wait. I was waiting. I was waiting until we something happened on the stream that's just gonna stick. It's just gonna. It's just gonna ride all the way see, through. See, uh, see. Here's the thing. Like this fluff I'd thing. I prefer might... the fluff over the other thing. Yeah, the fluff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, now that you realize that what you said. Yeah, uh, but well, Lucas brought it up. I mean, they used it unabashedly in the '90s and earlier. So '90s kids yeah. are slowly getting hit. Yeah. This yeah, it's an education, guys. Do not use that term. Yes. Do not use that term. No. Ever again. Ever. It is really hot. Can you turn on the AC? Oh, okay. Except now I gotta fight through the jungle of cords and wires. Oh, here I go. Yeah, guys, this might be the end of the stream. He's gonna knock everything over. Oh, and we're good for the first time. He's gone. We're good. Pass was good. You made it. Everybody can see the chair now. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, how's everybody doing? We're, we're hot. Gonna, we'll talk. Yeah, we're, we're hot. We're not hot man levels like. Brandon Hannah, but yeah, we're not Brandon Hannah hot man hot here. Uh, I'm a pineapple when I'm fluff. Okay, thanks. Guys. Anyway, so um, <laughs> oh, it's about that time when uh, we uh, switch switch gears here. So I think that pretty much like clears up anything like 
housekeeping wise. Yeah, housekeeping. We got a show. We're racist and we're uh, fluffed. Let's move on. <laughs> we're fluffed. <laughs> I kind of want the fluff thing to, to to stick, but I was like, yeah, we're all fluffy here. And then I'm like, wait, no. Gabriel Iglesias already got that. Let's be honest. Our stream is two hours, so we won't know because if we're fluffed for four hours or more, we need to see our doctor. <laughs> That's awesome. Is there a doctor in the chat? Yeah. Um, anyways, so getting into, I guess, movie news, because that's the point of the tagline, to yeah. talk about movies. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna run through. So the way this works is we're going to run through some of, the, some of the lighter news stories, and then we'll get into the main topics towards the end of that. Uh, yeah, I got I to gotta keep my eyes off the chat because it's so distracting because everybody in the chat is hilarious. Yeah. And I love all of them. Uh, so real quick, like right off the top, uh, so we touched a little bit last week on this really dumb Star Wars stuff about Palpatine as a clone, and there was a kiss of gratitude and all that. Everyone's been talking about it. The internet's been in a complete upheaval over all of that. Did you know that, having watched the movie, did you know that Ray's father, Palpatine's son, is also a clone? Because that came out also over this last week. Yeah, that's stupid. Moving on. Stop it! Stop! Oh, uh, again, Rise of Skywalker, my favorite of the sequel trilogy. And I know some people have problems with that. I don't care. Uh, it's quickly becoming my least favorite if, it's, if this kind of stuff is going to keep keep happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have time to read the novelization. I'm not going to read the novelization. If it's important information like that, it should have been in the movie. There we go. Let's move on. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have another Star Wars story like that next week. Yeah, because I, I don't want to keep talking about clones here. Yeah. Uh, there was an attack of them back in the prequels, and that's about all I want to I want to deal with them. They had some wars that apparently are still finishing up right now on Disney+. Plus. Which, that, that I love. That's fantastic. I love the Clone Wars show. Yeah. But since the only thing that's close to that is the Clone Wars movie, and that was a long time ago, we're going to move on from the subject. We're all actually we're actually talking about this a lot longer than I actually want to tonight. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. idea is we're just going to make a joke out out of it and move on. Um, so speaking of things that, yes, things that we're making joke of. No, no, what that's that's not true. We're not making a joke out of this. I actually wanted to move on to the uh, the pics of the Batmobile that came out. Because that happened over the last week also. Yeah, so they're slowly starting to reveal some pictures from this Batman, Robert Pattinson project. And Pattinson. Yeah, the Pattinson. The Pattinson. Uh, so they released a picture of the Batmobile. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, a very dark picture, so you can just see like very small highlights around Which, the car. These pictures are very similar to the pictures we got of Ben Affleck as Batman when those first started coming out for Justice League. And yeah, because I think, and all that. well, the first picture that, if I remember correctly, was, like, him kind of, like, raising up out of the the Batmobile, he was just, kind of, like, tucked he, down. He was and just yeah. standing there brooding, like yeah. Batman does. So, yeah, we got both the Batman and the and the Batmobile at the same time with that picture. Now yeah. we've gotten, uh, like, I guess it's the tail end of the Batmobile on this picture for the most part. Yeah. So you kind of see, like, a little bit of, like, there's, like, fins over the fender. So, so, our, so our first thing was that we got a picture of Batman in, like, a photo developing room because it was all red lights. Yeah. And that's a joke. And then uh, we moved on to now the Batmobile, which looks like, it looks like, a, like an actual real car with some modifications. Yeah. Which... Do we like that? Because I'm kind of okay with it. 
I, I don't, the thing is, is I don't think we've actually seen anything that looks close to like a normal car for the Batmobile yeah. since the 60s Adam West. Because that was pretty much a regular car just with a few small moder- moderations. And we freaking had the Tumblr with the, stuff uh, on it. with the Chris Nolan movie, so well, that's closer like, to a tank than it is a car. Well, even yeah, go back and look at the 90s Batman. All of those cars were, they weren't just regular cars. They were right. all like weird, like cars made specifically for the movie um i think they were a lot like uh they were based off of like real cars and stuff but they were they weren't a normal car it was a comic book looking car on the live screen this is a car that looks like a real car just Mm -hmm. with some small tooling on it yeah so I'm, i'm here's the thing i don't necessarily I don't think the Batmobile is something that I necessarily care that much about. As long as it's a fancy-looking vehicle that looks like it's streamlined, it's going to move fast, and it's all black. That's it. Yeah. You got you you nail those. You check off those boxes. I'm good. The tumbler, I I, I don't know. I kind of had a, a small problem with the tumbler. First of all, because it really doesn't look anything like Batman. It was military grade. It's military, which really nece- it's not necessarily Batman. But that does fit in line with all the rest of his like his suit and technology and where it came from from Wayne Industries. And it was also called the tumbler. It wasn't called a Batmobile. Which um, again, for that Batman, you really for the you're really not ones, say yeah, Batmobile. you didn't have the real. It was realistic. It was so, gritty. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the flying one in the third one was called the bat. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Got it. He's Batman. He's flying a bat. Yeah. So, cool. I don't know. Uh, I want to see more pictures. Uh, I actually, I, what I'm eager to see now is pictures of the villains. Right. Because I want to see how they're doing them. Because the villains is, villains is where you can go really silly with it. Yeah. And I want to see if they're going to keep it realistic like the Nolan movies or if they are going to teeter on that silliness mm-hmm. edge that the Batman villains really are. Yeah, because, I mean, what, they had Colin Farrell was going to be the Penguin? Yeah, which, I mean, that's a weird that's, choice. That's an interesting concept. Like, I know we're going younger with Batman also, so all the villains are going to be younger as well. Mm-hmm. So, what... Yeah, I'm really interested in what all what all the villains, you know, how their designs are and what they what they look like. Because I think that's one of the big things when we actually we were looking at Joker for both Suicide Squad and the Nolan movies. You had you had when Joker when we first got Joker's appearance in the Nolan movies, it was like, oh, this is definitely a departure. This is definitely not what Joker normally looks like. But then how that Joker was presented within the movie, perfectly fine. Yeah, but then you had the Joker and Suicide Squad, which was a joke. Um, and er, that's, uh, er, that's my—he was damaged. Um, yeah. That's my take on it, though. I'm not a fan of the the DCEU Joker as it's been presented so far. And I like—I I, kind of liked the way that they did the Batman villains during the '90s. Yeah, like Jack Nicholson's Joker was the gold standard for Joker easily for a long time. Right. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Danny DeVito's Penguin. I liked Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Mm-hmm. I thought some of the look that they gave him, some of the makeup was good. I just, I don't, I didn't like the Garth, the Garth. I like Garth. I didn't like the goth, the goth that they went with it. Ah, oh, Garth, darn it! <laughs> I didn't like how how gothic they made him. Where like as he's talking, his teeth are cutting his lips, and he's gonna be bleeding. That yeah. was that, that was too far out there. All right, Peng- Tim, Tim Burton. Yeah, Penguin really needed to be, like, nice, clean, yeah. uh, high-class type of character. Yeah, he had the monocle. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, 
the rest of them I didn't I, I, I really didn't mind pretty much all the rest of the Batman villains up until the Schwarzenegger Mr. Freeze that was let's kick some ice yeah that was that was just way too stupid so and Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy was kind of ho-hum and Gar said shoes comes out you don't like him yeah darn it he caught you he caught you red-handed yeah anyways that was goth not garth garth goth yeah anyway uh that is the bat so the batmobile looks looks pretty interesting i think the the most concern for individuals is just how is battinson gonna be yeah because i just watched I, I just watched good time for the first time that over this last week uh that man was born to be an actor mm-hmm Robert Pattinson is actually a fantastic actor. And I know, like, people have said that all the time when they've seen his other works outside of Twilight. But, uh, you watch Good Time, he was amazing in that movie. So, I, I am, I was already on board with him playing Batman because I understand that you are not just your role. You, as an actor, you're not just the role that you're first famous for. You, you can have range, you can do things. And that dude has range. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of still looking forward to that. Can't wait to see what else is going to come up, come about it. You're right. Uh, what else we got on there? Uh, so this other one is, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this. You're you're the big horror movie guy, so this is going to be right up your alley. Uh, James Wan. Oh, so yeah. we're already starting off on a good foot here. Yeah, like James Wan. James Wan is, uh, under his Atomic Monster banner, is... I'm kind of reading the news story here a little bit to try to get everything here. He is going to be producing a new monster movie for Universal. So is this a un- like the Universal Monsters, or is he just making a monster movie for Universal Studios? Uh, I th- yes, I think yes. So I think this is going to be in in the same vein as uh, Lee Wanell's Invisible Man. Which that works, and I know I, I I've read that Lee Wanell has been approached to also because they're just desperate trying to get the this whole shared universe of the classic Universal movie monsters, right? Uh, and like the Mummy with Tom Cruise, just complete utter flop. Uh, Lee Wanell's Invisible Man doing fantastic. Yeah. It's getting great reviews. I still haven't seen it yet. I I, I don't know. I, I might have some time tomorrow. Actually, I could probably crank that out, maybe. Possibly. Um, but, like, I've heard he he was approached by that. Mm-hmm. Lee Whannell and James Wan have famously worked together. They both really got their start at the same time because they were the ones behind the Saw franchise. So, yeah, uh, that's going to be... What? Oh, sawing off my hand. Oh. Ew. Please continue. Anyways, so if if both of them are involved in this, that could be that could be really good. And that might be a solid choice. Just because they both do like horror. They like playing in that ballpark and they're successful at it. Right. Um, so that I mean that has my interest just in the level of Universal. It sounds like Universal is trying to take the right approach to these movies now. Besides the fact that they're uh trying to get James Wan on board to produce it, which that seems like the right move mm-hmm. because James Wan is very successful in the horror genre. Uh, but it looks like, so they're also getting the uh, super, one of the supernatural writers, uh, Robbie Thompson, 
to do the script for it. And the, so what it sounds like is they're actually doing it in the vein of Disturbia, which that's interesting. The question for me is... Disturbia, the Shia LaBeouf? Well, which I think is a remake. Yeah, that was a remake of uh, Rear Window, the, yeah. the Hitchcock Rear Window. So, yeah, so yeah it sounds like the, it's probably going to be closer to like the actual remake mm-hmm. than it would be the original, but um, they're doing it in the vein of, of that, which... Okay, so which monster are we are we tackling on this? Because you know, the whole thing with Disturbia was kid kid stuck at home and his neighbor is, you know, basically killing people. Yeah, which I mean, if it, the problem with that is if you make it uh, say like a vampire, now you're starting to teeter on uh, Fright Night, the Fright Night storyline, because that's pretty much what that was: is the neighbor was a vampire, mm-hmm. and so. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to read everything and trying Just to stop say. looking at the chat and look at me. Yeah. So still learning how to do this, guys. Yeah. So that might be what they might be pushing for if they go with something like a vampire. It yeah. might be cool if, like, say, the next door neighbor is a wolf man or a creature from the Black Lagoon or something I like that. I don't know about the creature from the Black Lagoon. He's got a swimming pool out back that he lives in and sleeps in all the time. I don't know, but so I mean, are you, are you looking at like Frankenstein's monster, and you're looking at like a Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein doing some weird experiments, and how and how campy are we getting with this? So now, so now he lives next door to Doctor Frankenstein, sewing people together. He lives next. He no, that was the Gene Wilder movie. So you're put ta- it on the wrist. I don't care. You're talking about him living next door to the guy that was creating the human centipede, essentially sewing people together. <laughs> yeah, let's not watch that. <laughs> Things that make you go, boo. Um, yeah, so that that I think is really interesting, uh, especially because again, Universal is going at the right approach now. I think they're actually now finally taking this. Like, let's just go movie by movie, and if there's a means to connect them all later, and they're all successful, let's do that. It, I, I guarantee it's going to be some kind of like overarching like company agency government so yeah it's that, that's what's gonna tie it all I mean, together about this you got shield and marvel you got monarch in the godzilla franchises mm-hmm. they were trying to create one in uh the mummy there was some overarching that uh what's his face worked for dr jekyll dr and jekyll hyde. and mr hyde he was the yeah. nick fury of that universe which is yeah okay yeah so um oh, <laughs> that could also be maybe it's uh jekyll and hyde he's living next door too That'd be kind of cool too. And there's not even less. It's it. They might not even be doing it in this kid next door kind of thing. But uh, I'm interested to hear the development on this, just because I'm really interested just on the baseline of Universal trying to get that dark universe up, moving finally, because it's been so dead in the water with I, everything. And I think James Wan and possibly if they're able to get Lee Wanell in on that too, I think that those would be two great hands to put that franchise in. Right. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into the chat a little bit here now. Uh, yeah, I saw a uh, movie Fenobi. Look at the chat. Now back to me. <laughs> back to the chat. Now back to Ladies, me. Ladies, look at your man. Now back to me. Now back to me. Now back to me. Sadly, he isn't me. I love those commercials so much. Yeah. Um, Shia of Fluff. <laughs> Y'all are just going to keep that one going. That's fantastic. That's that's hilarious. Uh, we were talking about Fluffernutter earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like the marshmallow fluff in a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's back in elementary school for me. Yeah. That stuff's good. Uh, PC has joined the chat also. Great to see PC join us. Thank you so much for uh, 
jumping in here with us again. It's so great to see you. Yeah. Uh, I saw uh, the, uh, Fenobi mentioned Link Bell playing Poison Ivy in the Harley series. Yeah. Jake was saying he still needs to see it. So I've watched a couple episodes of the Harley Quinn series so far. It's pretty good. Crazy cartoon. It's crazy. Uh, I think I've said this before on like some other... Maybe I said it last week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's all, again... <laughs> But uh, my only issue with it, though, is it seems like they're going way out of their way to just, like, throw cuss words in, like, every other sentence, it sounds We can like. do this. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not used to hearing that kind of language coming from Joker, Harley, or anything. Yeah. So it's really weird. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. Those of y'all who've seen me, seen us in person, we're not completely opposed to that language, but it's just, it's awkward. It just doesn't sound right. Well, especially when most of your uh, experience with the cartoon versions of them are what you saw in the 90s, the the old 90s Batman, the where, where, that's where Harley Quinn came from. Yeah. And then the Justice League and the, everything. All cartoons. And all, all really all, all, you know, DC cartoons, except when they got into the movies, but... But like, and they've been doing like the the DC animated movies, the direct to video movies, where they'll put in a dang or a heck or a, a butt or the variations of those words. Gosh, G Willikers. Yeah, they'll put those in, which those sound fine, but they're not doing it over the top like this series is, mm-hmm. constantly like dropping the f bomb every few seconds type of thing. Oh, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> Only I didn't say fudge. Only I didn't oh, say no. fudge. Oh no, I said a worse. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's not the holiday time. We can't. We can't quote that. We movie. can't quote that right now. Anyways, what else happened? Um, so, kind of, kind of the next story that actually kind of leads into one of our main topics is, and this is this broke like we were talking about this last week. As soon as our stream was done, a new story was going to break that was going to be, you know, possibly related to what we talked about. If it's just not the next day it happened, yeah. we find out that uh, Bond gets delayed. Yeah. We were just talking about Bond because we were just talking about, uh, what were we even talking about? Well, on the sh- so the stream uh, last week we were talking about Bond with it being the longest Bond movie. Right, right. Yeah, how long how long the runtime is. And now, then we, we were joking, like, what's going to be funny is, like, some major news is going to break, like, either during our stream or right after, and it was the next thing, the next morning. Bond has been delayed all the way till November. Yeah, so it was originally supposed to come out, like, next month or something like that. And now it's been delayed all the way till November. And the reasoning for that is... Coronavirus. The coronavirus. Yeah. This is going to be a running theme through a couple of these stories, I believe. Not only, like, for tonight, but this might be something I'm, I'm starting... To, we're, we're, we're seeing this trend starting to happen where it's, stuff's getting moved and pushed. And, yeah. It's because it's affecting everything. It's it's a big... It's, it's really affecting Hollywood right now because a big market in Hollywood is the China, the Chinese market. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a ton of people in China, and so that's one of the biggest countries for, you know, watching movies. Um, everybody knows that. That's it's kind of common knowledge amongst the uh, the movie going people who are invested in movies. Uh, Bond is one of those big tentpole releases that. You want to get some good numbers coming out of those international markets, the main one being China. Yeah. Uh, right now, though, China is like kind of like ground zero, one of the big ground zeros for the coronavirus. And so pretty much the entire country is basically on lockdown from being able to go anywhere or do anything. And most studios are, are looking now towards, hey, are we going to delay things? Are we going to still 
we're still going to try to release them when they're supposed to come out. Yes. People aren't going to go see them. They're going to try to not catch the coronavirus. Yeah. The nice thing with Bond, though, and they're they're saying it in the uh, the chat, is that Bonds have been released in like November in the fall right. before and they've been perfectly Typical fine. release date. Uh, the other thing is is now we're starting to see there there really is a major change in mo- how movies are released mm-hmm. now. Uh, that big like huge franchise movies typically used to only get released during the summer. Now they're spreading them out. Right. Now you're seeing them coming out in the fall. Uh, what was that? Thor Ragnarok was released in the fall. Uh, I believe uh, was in November, yeah. Yeah, I believe Doctor Strange was also in the fall, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you have Marvel once again, like kind of setting the pace for a lot of other studios. Like, hey, we can release big blockbusters in the fall, and we're going to do great. Uh, all the Star Wars movies lately have all uh, been, uh, I believe, they've all been in December. Yeah, except for Solo. Well, I um, mean, the good ones have all been. <laughs> the, well, yeah, the big, the bigger ones have all been released in December. <laughs> the main ones uh, was it Black Panther was released in February. Right. So I think actually what did start the trend. I say that, but what did start the trend was Avatar released in December, and we saw Avatar was sitting at number one in the box office for years until until Avengers Endgame. Uh, well. Uh, Titanic also yeah, back in '97. T- yeah. Titanic released uh, in December as well, and that was that was the key point to Titanic's success is right. because there was no other major competition for months. It wasn't until the summer started in '98 to mm-hmm. where movies started coming up that could that could topple the Titanic. Wow! Uh, Ooh, too soon. It was 1912. It's not too soon anymore. It's over a hundred years ago. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, the, it, there's been a shift for like major movies to come out at different parts of the year, and they've yeah. been successful. So I don't think this is really going to hurt. What's going to hurt is your marketing has now been damaged because you had all this marketing. Everything was pushed, ready for April. There were probably like cardboard standees and posters yeah. sent to movie theaters and all of this stuff that they either have to send back uh, or just hold. Or sit on. It just depends because some of that marketing might say, coming out April. Well, <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's yeah. got to get sent back. And then yeah. that's probably probably got to get destroyed, which means all of the creation of all that was a complete waste. So what I heard is that it's, it's possibly costing the movie about $30 million in marketing to readjust its time. Which is fine if you release it in November and you're going to catch all that plus what you were going to miss releasing it now. You know, you're looking at you're looking at a, at a better deal moving it to November anyway. Yeah, but now also keep in mind that now that it's going pretty much to the end of the year, mm-hmm. and we're still sitting here like at the beginning of the year, you got to release like another trailer for that. So, yeah, just to refresh in everyone's mind that oh yeah, this is still coming out. But I mean, you have so you have other movies uh, right now that are also kind of getting hit a little bit. You got Mulan, which Mulan's. Mulan is a big is going to be a big one in China. I don't think I need to why? spell out the reason why. <laughs> why would that be big in China? If you can't catch the reason why, can't yeah. help you. Yeah. Uh, but that one is that one's still on course domestically. It's still going to release when it's supposed to release here in America. Uh, that's because it's Disney and yeah, Disney, Disney coronavirus Disney. doesn't bother Disney at all. Like <laughs> <laughs> the coronavirus catches whatever bug mickey mouse is and it, it gets infected with mickey mouse and goes oh sorry yeah i don't know where i was going with that um anyway yeah well you know it's second episode you know it's okay we're okay 
Mulan, so Mulan domestically is perfectly fine, but they are delaying it in China because that's going to be a big one for China that they want to make sure that people are going to be, you know, physically able to go see that that movie. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of an interesting thing for Bond. Uh, they could just release it here now and just release it in China whenever China's able to see it. Yeah. I mean, breakthrough idea there. <laughs> I mean, basically, that, that's kind of the direction they're going with it. Yeah. Um, so the other thing is that I know some people were talking about you release Bond in November and, you know, that being Daniel Craig's last one, kind of the story. Maybe they're going for a little bit more prestige with it. Does Bond get into the best picture category? at this point that's that's possible that'd be i that'd be really interesting i don't think bond wins and i'm saying that right now even without seeing what any of the uh any of the what the prestige pictures later in the year will be but at the same time it would be interesting to still see it there and here's the thing i'm kind of curious and someone in the chat i believe could probably will probably know or can easily look this up yeah. has other than uh song has James Bond ever been nominated? Any of the James Bond movies been nominated for any Oscars at all? Any uh, besides Song? I'm Other pretty music, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the songs definitely have. Yeah, I'm not uh, sure because I know like uh, Adele sung uh, Skyfall or whatever. This is one of those moments where I wish Tim Franco was back in our chat again, but yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let's see if someone else will be the next Tim Franco, with, next but, Tim Franco. with that Bond knowledge there. Uh, so feel free to drop that in if uh, if y'all know. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting. That's definitely going to set a precedence, yeah. and that stuff is being canceled because of coronavirus. Uh, but what else could potentially be happening yeah. in the news? So I'm going to say, speaking of canceling being canceling from coronavirus, let's get into one of our uh, major topics here. So for those of you who know, and those of you who don't know, we're going to tell you now. We live in Austin. There's usually a couple big events that happen every year in Austin. Some big festivals, uh, music and otherwise. Uh, one of the biggest ones being South by Southwest. That's where all media essentially has their big their big moments. Uh, I do believe uh, that, that South by is the biggest of all everything in Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just barely edging out uh, ACL, the, ACL, the Austin City Limits Festival. Yeah, because so with South by you you have music, you have film, you have interactive, so you have like digital, you know, mm -hmm. technology and all that stuff. Um, that whole thing is getting canceled this year, which is the first time. Yeah, that's never happened before. That's unprecedented in yeah. the history of South by Southwest. Yeah, this isn't good. <laughs> that's yeah. So I mean, right now we're talking about like. You see the news stories. Everyone's saying like, "Okay, what does that what does that mean for, you know, the film industry, the music industry? What's, what does that mean? What does that mean for the city of Austin?" So some of y'all, uh, I don't know how how much widespread news of this was before the official announcement came through. Yeah. But the local news here in Austin uh, that I don't check when I wake up in the morning and not read the paper and not drink coffee. I barely flip on Twitter. And not honestly. scream at the kids. Um, <laughs> but uh, the local news here, it, uh, like a, about a week and a half or so before, was saying like, hey, there's, uh, there's major companies that are dropping out of being at South by, mm -hmm. and it was like major companies like Twitter, TikTok, all of them were like, "Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go there." I think like Warner Media or something was saying, which Warner Media under like say Warner Brothers, all that stuff, 
that's a those are huge name brand companies that are saying yeah we're not going to be there for this uh so they started dropping out and then there was a petition created that said uh like petition to cancel south by over concerns of coronavirus yeah and so we saw this and we're all sitting thinking like yeah there all these people are signing the petition but they're not going to cancel south by 350,000 people went to south by last year including us and <laughs> yeah. they're not going to cancel south by at all like the that's a major major money uh, ec- economical event for the our, city of Austin. Our city literally almost hinges upon these big festivals. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then, sure enough, uh, I guess the mayor mayor here in Austin uh, declared it a, uh, a an emergency mm-hmm. and therefore effectively shut down uh, South By. And I, if I remember correctly, if I was reading everything right, it wasn't South By themselves. It wasn't the South By Southwest organizers who ended it. Right. It was the city of Austin saying, nope, we're not going to have thousands of people coming into our city from all over across America and potentially bringing this virus here. I mean, they didn't say that, but in so many words, that's pretty much what they meant. That's essentially the reason, yeah. I mean, you're looking at... Uh, you're, you're looking... You're, this is, it's kind of a huge deal because, you know, we're, we're touching on it a little bit. How does that affect the city? It, it's going to affect the city greatly because we're, we're saying like last year, what they brought in over 350,000 people mm-hmm. to South by last year. Yeah. Um, th- that number is expected to stay relatively the same, if not a little bit more or a little bit less. Mm-hmm. That's, that seems about average. So you're looking at a situation where the city is planning on bringing in millions and millions of dollars. Uh, everyone's going to come watch some big premieres, uh, music, all of that, and that's not happening now. Granted, the situation is still that a lot of people still have their plane tickets that can't be refunded, and so they're going to just come to Austin anyway. Yeah, it's expected that there's still going to be a great deal of people that are coming here. Uh, they're just gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna take a vacation and yeah. I'll just I'll just go see the stuff that Austin has to see. Sure. I'll go eat the stuff that Austin has to eat, uh, yeah. which is a lot of good food, <laughs> of Bris- good- brisket and breakfast tacos, y'all. I mean, mm. we got them. I'm hungry now. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I mean, you have all these people who, you know, regardless of whether South by gets shut down or not, these people are still gonna come to Austin anyway. Yeah, they're just not gonna be in an organized fashion just huddled downtown where South by takes place. Which is great overall for the city of Austin because you're still going to get some money coming into the economy here. Yeah, uh, It will still help fund local businesses here with the people that are still coming. Um, what it sucks for is South by. Because and some of like some of this stuff I just read today and I haven't been able to fully verify it, so I'm not 100% certain where the sources of this were coming from. But one thing I read says says like they laid off like a third of their full time employees because they were counting on money from South by hinging on this. Yeah, and they're not going to have that money now now that the event's canceled. And at some point that sounded like they were saying that they were going to push it, move it to another date. For the most part, it sounds like they're probably just going to wait till next year. That uh, it's just going to be completely scrapped for this year. Yeah, and that's probably for the best too. Because if you if you wait till another date, you know you've got you've got people who are you know 
on the music side, they're doing gigs, the big artists are coming because they're promoting their next album or they're on their tour and that's just a stop yeah. on their tour. They have to reschedule their tour now if they're trying to move stuff around. On the movie side, you've got big movies that are coming out at a certain time of the year that are doing their premieres at South by Southwest. You move the date of the event. Okay, well now those movies don't make sense to premiere here anymore. Can we quickly scramble and maybe find some other big movies that are supposed to premiere? It's that's all a nightmare to try to reschedule that entire event. So yeah, they're probably going to scrap it, especially completely. in like a week. Yeah, yeah. when it was a week from what was canceled. Yeah, yeah. But they're probably going to scrap it completely this year and hopes that they can uh, save as much as possible to go ahead and, and do it next year. Which, you know, that's fine. The issue though this year is that you know based on some of the stuff that you were looking up earlier. The badge holders. The badge holders, from what it sounds like, they're not getting refunds for their badges. No. So if you bought a badge, and we bought, so last year uh, we went to the film, mm -hmm. just basically just the film yeah. uh, portion of South by. Those badges were like eight hundred dollars a piece, and that, and you got them at the cheapest price immediately at the year before South. Yeah, by. right after the South by the previous <laughs> year ended, uh, I happened to have the money. We had the plan, like, hey, we're. Like at that point, we were like, we're gonna start a movie YouTube channel. Let's be preemptive on this. Let's go pick up badges for South by next year in the hopes that maybe our channel is big enough to where it makes sense for us to be at South by. Right. We went to it. Uh, we went to the premiere of Us. Uh, I believe we were the first ones on YouTube with a review for Us up because everyone else who was there, all the other reviewers and, and people there were all from like California and like, sure, they could type up a review, but they didn't have like a, pl a place to come back to that had the camera and lights and everything yeah. set up ready to film. They didn't have a thumbnail already created, ready to go. All we, we had to do was just hightail it down the road and we got it. Yeah, we quickly came home, filmed. I quickly threw it up, edited yeah. everything looks nice and it was up. Yeah, so that I mean that was last year. That was a situation last year. Whereas this year, you uh, you're now looking at these people who have these badges that cost at least eight hundred if they got them early enough. And maybe a lot of these people, of course, like their their companies, you know, big publications sending out people to to go cover the event. Those companies are paying for it. But a lot of people, common like us, who have to who have to pay for our own badges right now, uh, you know, they're spending at least eight hundred dollars. Uh, depending on which which of the festivals they're going to, you know, some upwards of like twelve hundred, fourteen, sixteen hundred, whatever for just a badge, um, and they're not getting refunds for that. Yeah, which that's that's a huge blow to some people. That that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, what sounds like what they're being told is, hey, hold on to it, use it for next year. Which is that even is that even necessarily smart for South by because at that point. South by is getting hurt next year because they're not necessarily selling new badges or as many as possible. They're reusing the ones from this year. They're I, still feeding off of the loss of this year. Yeah, so this is a major blow to South by. It, it's huge. It's a situation where, let's say, coronavirus is under control. It's taken care of. It's almost nearly gone later this year. Best case scenario. They they figure out a, uh, a cure for it or a... Uh, an antidote, whatever. Yeah. Uh, most Something of to inoculate yourself with. Yeah. Most of it's under control by the end of this year. Cool. 2021, everyone's good to do all the traveling everywhere. Everything's everything's great. Best case scenario. The effects of this, the remnants of this, are still going to affect a lot of things for the next few years. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
this, this I mean, it's a, it's a huge deal. It is, it's, it's very unprecedented for a big event like South by in its economic impact of Austin to be canceled completely. Yeah. So, uh, we're worried about our city. Our city's going to crumble and fall apart and we're all going to die. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Austin will be okay. It's just the economy is... No, the we're economy's... all going to die because South by Southwest was canceled. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, let's reel it back in let's, just a let's little. Let's pump the brakes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just, just a tiny bit. We'll be fine. I'm not sure that South by Southwest will be fine, though. Yeah, eventually they'll recover because they are still a huge name in the entertainment industry. It's yeah. a huge place to come to promote your stuff. And it brings in huge tourism to the city. So the city yeah. of Austin will probably do what it can to make sure South by survives next year. Is, this is just, because this has never happened before, nobody knows how to handle it or what to do. So It's going to be the zombie apocalypse. We are literally, <laughs> we're all gone. We're all goners. Yeah. I'm not going to survive the zombie apocalypse. I know that for sure. Yeah. Cool. Because <laughs> you don't watch zombie movies. <laughs> I do. Movies aren't going... You're not going to survive just because you watch movies. Let's be honest. Yeah, whatever. The second that I'm leading a group of survivors, I'm building like a shrine to George A. Romero and be like, thank you and your blessings for teaching us how to survive this. Our Lord and Savior, George Romero. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's that. Let's move on to a little bit more of a fun main topic than uh, the downer of coronavirus and what it's doing to our city. Well, I want to touch upon like the little the little topics that we have too as well. I did that already. Well, stuff like how does the let's double check like the uh, paying attention. Well, like the movie. The movie stuff. So like this past weekend All we cover is movie stuff. What are you talking about? This past weekend. <laughs> the numbers from this weekend. Oh, you wanted to do that now. I thought yes. you wanted to do that after this topic. Okay. Well, you're wanting to go into the other main one? Yeah. Okay, no, save that for last. Okay. That's why it's a main topic. Well, <laughs> How to stream. No, so main topics. Whatever, so, do your thing. I don't care. From this weekend, we went into this weekend with two major, major movies coming in. You had Onward and The Way Back. Yeah. Uh, which we saw both. We reviewed both. Uh, both of them. Fantastic movies. Yeah. They, Both really good. Very well done. Uh, Onward took the number one spot. Which you can see those reviews on our channel. They are both up on, their, on the channel right now. Onward took the number one spot. Uh, dropped Invisible Man down to number two. Wayback took the number three spot. Um, I, the thing is, like, I get why Onward's number one because it catered to the family. It's got a wider audience. Uh, way back though, way back, like the amount of money that it made looks like it made like a little over $8 million. It, it that needs to be up there a little higher. That movie needs to make some some good money because that was a great movie. People need to go out and see that. It's a great story. What 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 hurts it? What I think does hurt it is that it, it's that R rating. Uh, typical movies that you see in this kind of fashion, mm -hmm. they usually have a PG thirteen rating. Now that's not to say that the movie didn't need its R rating for the story they were telling. Absolutely, I think the R rating was perfect because of how deep you could get into that character's life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not going to hurt in the box office a little bit. That PG-13 would, would open a little bit wider. I think it would be a little bit more of a, uh, a competition with Onward. Plus, maybe if the marketing was a little bit higher too, but even still... It's kind of hard to market that kind of a movie. Hey, come yeah. watch Ben Affleck be an alcoholic. Essentially, like, yeah. Like So when I know when I saw the first trailer, both of us, when we saw the first trailer, we're like, dude, this movie's going to be great. It's this gonna, looks great. Yeah. good. Um, and it was it was fantastic. It was just as good as I had hoped it would be. A very enjoyable movie. But yeah, that really doesn't sell a movie on 
I mean, how many movies do you have out there where the plot line of the movie is essentially the, the central figure is a depressed alcoholic? That doesn't make you want to necessarily get up and go see that movie. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, uh, it, it is it is kind of a common story, but at the same time, like, what what is selling of that movie is hopefully going to be some good word of mouth, because I know for, for a fact that we, we step back here and we, like, Ben Affleck put on a fantastic performance in that movie Mm -hmm. and you know it's it is worth seeing it for for that reason because that was a very personal it seemed like a very personal story for him yeah Um, Uh, the other thing to go back and touch upon though was onward was number one mm -hmm. but it only pulled in like a little over 39 million which is very odd yeah for a pixar Pixar movie so pixar movies uh they generally are like the big attracting movies of like disney family friendly movies right usually you get a lot more a lot higher grade quality of numbers from a pixar (laughs) release opening weekend the numbers are nice and shiny yeah that was really low so i wonder i wonder if any of this has again like back on that same topic is because of the coronavirus stuff yeah, possibly, and the the problem with that is that some of this stuff, it looks like it might take a while for people to analyze yeah. before they're able to fully say, yes, this was because of a virus scare that people aren't going to the movie theaters. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of makes sense if you think back to that movie Outbreak from the 90s. <laughs> Essentially, that the virus in that small city really got spread at a movie theater like long drawn out they showed a person sneezing and they zoomed in like all the sneeze particles and you just saw it like floating across everyone in the movie theater you're stuck next to a next to somebody in a tight close quarter seat for over two hours yeah uh by the way outbreak fantastic movie probably not now is now's not the best time to watch that movie probably but it is a good movie a great amount of actors in that movie as well so yeah so i mean the other the other side of it is both movies just haven't had probably the best marketing necessarily, yeah. um, especially for a Pixar movie. You want to see like some some more colorful stuff everywhere for Onward, um, but for, you know for the most part, it's I think part of it is definitely the uh, where's the box office in regards to where's that coronavirus stuff going right now. But yeah, I mean is that. Is it anything else for the box office that's kind of... Uh, that's pretty much it for like box office for the way it looks right now. Um, I know there's... What else is coming out? Do we know what else is coming out in the uh, next couple weeks? So we've got this week and we've got Bloodshot is coming oh, yeah. out. That's going to be fantastic. Uh, so again, this is another like hardcore, like based off a comic book movie that is being pushed to PG-13. Yeah. Oh, so trying to attract a wider audience, but the problem is, is that I see... I. This seems like the type of property that also would do well in China. Yeah. Well, this is supposed to be kickstarting the uh, the Valiant Comics cinematic universe. I asked for that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like you've got Marvel. Marvel and DC are the two tent poles of comic books. Right. Um, I would say right after that, you've got, like, Image and Dark Horse. Image yeah. and Dark Horse are both pretty big. Image was created back in the 90s, spun off from everyone who was unhappy with how they were being treated by Marvel and DC, so they just made their own, and Rob Liefeld just took that opportunity to put pouches on everybody and not show their feet. And not draw their feet. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
like those are two big ones. Uh, Valiant was pretty decent in the 90s as well, but Valiant was not up there. Those were like the four like bigger ones at that time. Dark Horse and Image, Marvel DC. Yeah. So I don't know why Valiant's coming out with these now, but I'm kind of eager to see what they might do with this and if it might do anything. They got Vin Diesel in it, which Vin Diesel in a movie where he's basically running around killing people or blowing things up, that works. Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious, Triple yeah. uh, X, uh, Pitch Black, or Riddick, whatever. It sounds like his his his. That's his anyway. M- his mo. Yeah, <laughs> mo. So that's that's gonna be interesting to see how well that movie does because I'm not expecting I'm not expecting great things from it. The trailers haven't wowed me. Yeah, but uh, I want to jump in the chat real quick before we move on to the uh, main topic. There's a couple people who popped in here. Uh, first of all, movie Fenobi left while we were talking. So uh, movie Fenobi, you turned this back on later. Thank you for jumping jumping in our chat and hanging out with us for a little while. Uh, really appreciate you coming in and uh, hanging out with us. Did want to point out that Garth McMurray, bless him, <laughs> just went and did a whole bunch of research on uh, the James Bond movies that have won Academy Awards. I have a feeling that Garth didn't do research. I have a feeling Garth knew this already. Oh, uh, well, yeah, okay. I mean, research knew it. He he did the legwork and got us the, that information, so thank you, Garth. Yeah, Skyfall winner, uh, editing, best original song, yeah. Uh, Thunderball winner for visual effects, Goldfinger winner for sound effects, yeah. So, yeah, they're, they've they gotten, they they haven't picked up, like, really any major awards. Yeah. But they've gotten, like, the technical technical merits. Right. Technical awards. Yeah, and then, you know, again, that's pro- pretty much what I would expect this time as well. Is it would be it would be a technical thing, not not so much the best picture status. Yeah. Um. We got uh, Darren Batten's in the chat. Hey, what's going on, Darren? Thanks for jumping in here. Uh, PC hates Austin, so I'm not going to address that anymore. <laughs> uh, Oscar Roma says, "Is this where all the cool people are hanging out tonight?" Oscar Roma, you jumped in the chat, so the answer is yes. You're here. All the cool people are here. Um. Yeah. So. And then, uh, wait, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes is coming out at the end of this month? I don't... I haven't seen a single thing about no. that at all. I highly doubt that movie's actually going to come out. Is, was that supposed to be a, another live-action G.I. Joe, or is that supposed yeah. to be like a direct-to-video animated or something? No, it, it's, a li- it's a live-action. It is uh, Ray Park, again, playing Snake Eyes. They're mm-hmm. changing up like most of the rest of the cast, I think. Uh, last I heard, Ray Park was the only one who was like staying on board to play snake eyes uh, and they're redoing everyone else or they're adding a bunch of other new characters it's supposed to be a snake eyes origin story so interesting so uh yeah um yeah new mutants is coming out finally yeah we think um yeah so there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff coming out here pretty soon we're obviously going to cover all of it as we do episodes on this channel but uh so this main topic this other main topic here um is that there's a couple things that dropped for Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. The next movie in the Thor, the it's 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 the next one. Like our, our one of our big four in the MCU is actually getting a fourth movie. Which yeah, which is funny because like you're not getting an Iron Man four, even though that was the major entry to the MCU. That was yeah. the big temple of the entire MCU. 
Which you think, like, maybe they could, like, move it on to, like, an Iron Lad or a Riri. Riri, yeah. Uh, taking over the, the, the role of Iron Man, but, you know, we'll see. Um... Oh, okay, Garth says Snake Eyes is Snake moved Eyes to October. Okay. It makes a little bit more sense. Like, <laughs> man, they got to up that marketing real quick. We were talking about, we were talking about movies with bad marketing. Yeah. Oofa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you've got... Uh, uh, you, you've got Thor Love and Thunder, supposed to be the fourth movie in Thor. This is the movie that's supposed to move things along to Jane Foster taking up the mantle of Thor. Yeah. Basically. Um... But some news dropped on this movie, and not like from necessarily official sources like you would expect news to typically drop. It's the uh, it's the people involved with the movie who are dropping news. Yeah. So Tessa Thompson uh, spilled the beans, I believe, all over Twitter um, that Christian Bale is confirmed for Thor: Love and Thunder, and he's going to be playing the villain. So they had said they had released news that Christian Bale was in talks to was be in talks, yeah. to be in Thor, but they didn't say as who or what. She released that he is going to be playing the villain. Now, here's the thing. Uh, I know the thumbnail for this video. I stuck uh, Christian Bell's head on uh, Better Ray Bill's body. If y'all are familiar, that's the cover of uh, Thor 337, the first appearance of Better Ray Bill. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Better Ray Bill in the movies, which we keep expecting that eventually he will show up. And hopefully in this next one. Hopefully, maybe. Uh, but he, they did do a nod to him in uh, in Thor Ragnarok. It was the the tower of the game. Yeah, he was his his head was like a sculpture on the side of the tower. The side of the tower as the ship is approaching it. Yeah. Uh, it may, well, I don't know if that was Better Ray Bill or if it was just another member of his race. They're all right. horse headed looking people. Uh, I, so I doubt seriously that Christian Bale is going to play Better Ray Bill. That was the initial idea when we first started hearing about that, that he's going to be doing maybe some motion capture and doing the voice, which, look, if he was committed to that, if he was okay with that, I'm, I'm completely down with that choice for Better Ray Bill. I think, you know, he, he's a master He's a master at being able to disguise his voice also, so I think what, whether he wants to play it with like his original accent or you know whatever he wants to do, I thought that would be perfect for Better Ray Bill. But Christian Bell is probably not the type of actor that wants to necessarily resort to voice acting, voice acting, and motion motion capture in a big tentpole feature like this. I wouldn't think so. Um, and then there's also the fact that so the way Better Ray Bill's character is set up in the comics is he's kind of a villain to start off with, and yeah. then he it's more rivalry. Yeah, well, it's he's he's trying to save his race, his his brothers, yeah, essentially. Uh, Thor doesn't necessarily know what he's doing and treats him as a villain, and he's not a villain, and then, like, surprises Thor when Better Ray Bill was capable of picking up Mjolnir. Yeah. So. Mew Mew. Mew Mew. Mew Mew. Mew. Yeah. Picks up, picks up Mew Mew. So, he's not necessarily a villain. I would expect to possibly, if he's going to be in a movie, he'll just be a side character to kind of help with everything, but I don't believe, uh... <laughs> I don't believe he's going to be like a major villain in this. Right. So here's the thing: I'm not exactly sure who else, like major villain wise from Thor, we have left that Christian Bell could be playing. No, and so you got to start thinking maybe more outside the box. Is is Christian Bell playing a villain necessarily from Thor? Because we're talking about like the Black Widow trailer just got released. Also, mm -hmm. the final Black Widow trailer. 
they they stuck Taskmaster in there. Is Taskmaster typically somebody who is a Black Widow villain, or is Taskmaster more of a general villain who's had multiple heroes that he's gone up against? Yeah. Um, so you might be in this in the same capacity. You're not necessarily diving into a Thor villain anymore. Uh, could they be setting him up as like Doctor Doom type of thing? Yeah. Could they be setting up Doctor Doom as the villain here? Probably not. I doubt Christian Bell wants his face covered. Yeah. Well, sure, but at the same time, you, you're you're in a better situation with that because, like most other other you know heroes or villains with masks, how much time is he spending without the mask on? Yeah. And you're just seeing Doctor Doom's disfigured face. Which, that's not Doom's character, so it's probably not Doctor Doom. Maybe, yeah. You don't know what approach they're going to take on it either. Yeah. Uh, but, at the same time, you're looking at... He might have his face covered, but Doctor Doom is still a long-standing villain that you're going to see probably interweaved throughout multiple properties when he finally gets introduced into the MCU. Uh, and I would be okay with Christian Bale playing Doom. I think he'd be a great choice. I'd prefer someone like uh, Michael Fassbender or Jason Isaacs, but, you know... There's no issue if Christian Bale is in that role. The question is, yeah, who is he going to play? Because, if, yeah, if you're just looking at Thor villains, I don't know. But it's it's very interesting to hear him confirmed as the villain. And I know the MCU has this issue where they kill off their villains mm-hmm. after one. You know, you have a couple like Thanos and Loki who last, you know, over arcs across Zemo the... And... And Z- yeah, and Zemo's going to be in the, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show on Disney+. Plus. Um, are they going to do the same thing with Christian Bale? Because I don't necessarily know if I want to see Christian Bale, an actor of his caliber, just portraying a character who's just going to get taken out in, you know, two hours. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want him to play somebody who's going to have an arc over the course of several features. Um, so that's kind of interesting. The other end of that is that you also have... Uh, Vin Diesel also breaking out news um, that the Guardians of the Galaxy will, will actually be making an appearance of some sort in Love and Thunder as well. Which makes sense, because the last time we saw Thor... Yeah. So the question is, what role are they playing now? They They're, were forming the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Are they going to be Are they going to be doing prominent stuff, or are they going to be kind of like, hey, Thor, it's great having you here, but we're just going to go ahead and drop you off on this planet. Take care of yourself. All right, later. We're going to go do our third movie, and we'll see you later. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I could see that happening. It'd be kind of... I feel like it'd be... I personally feel like it'd be kind of weak, because why did you even bother setting them up just to be a plot point to get Thor to a specific location mm-hmm. for the beginning of his movie? And that might be what they do. It might just be kind of a simple throwaway thing like that. But maybe their appearance is something a little more substantial. They just kind of interweave in and out of his story. Uh, I know that this movie is supposed to be more fe- more heavily based on you know him and his interaction with Jane Foster again, just because that story is Jane Foster focused. So. Yeah, so they're bringing back Natalie Portman, who's decided, oh, I like what Taika Waititi did in that last movie. Let me let me join in this. I want to be a part of this. So. Right. So, yeah, uh, the thing is, is again, we really don't know too much like plot details of what this movie... We know it's going to cover the Jane Foster female Thor yep. character. That's roughly about it. That's all we really know about this movie. 
Yeah, and then Taika Waititi's back. Yeah, we know the actors and director, and yeah, but we don't know anything about the storyline for the most part. So who knows? I'm eager to see when some more of those details come out because I want to start piecing this together as yeah. to what they could do because this has the potential to be a phenomenal movie. Which that's that's the other side of it. I'm thrilled to see Taika Waititi work with Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be good. I would like to see if maybe they if the two of them were able to like sprout off and go do like a. Uh, like their own like personal passion project because I think those two working together would be great. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing. Like that's why Taika Waititi is in such a great position right now. All the different movies and different projects he's attached to. Yeah. I want to see all of them. Yeah. Because Taika Waititi is attached to them because it's Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um. So him working with you know these prestigious actor actors like Christian Bale and Natalie Portman and okay, so they're gonna build a relationship off this movie. What are they gonna go off and do after this movie? As excited for this movie as I am, I'm now excited for the relationships, the professional relationships that could be blossoming from from this movie existing. Yeah. So that's that's something to look forward to as well. Yep. Um. I think that's gonna wrap it up for our for our little movie news here. Yeah. So moving into, uh, we'll catch up on some like some schmodown stuff uh, real quick. Um, so over this past week, we've had. Uh, basically, this whole past week has been all about the Atlanta live live match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we touched upon it briefly last week. We didn't go into any spoilers uh, just because it wasn't fully released on YouTube yet for everyone. Uh, now it has been. Yeah, spoilers are fair game on that. We're n- so spoilers are great now. What we're not going to do is we're not going to touch on spoilers for the throwdown. The throwdown or the match that was released to patrons right. last night. So yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about those. Uh, they were all great. Yeah, the yeah, especially the match that was released to patrons yesterday. That was funny. That was one. That fun- was a great funny that match. Was. If you haven't seen that, if you haven't seen that, you're not on the Schmodown Patreon or what have you. Jump on that. Uh, I know it's going to be released. It's going to be released this Thursday. Thursday. Yep. So I mean, it's in two days, but I would still recommend jumping on the Patreon and just watching that one right now because it was so good. Uh, but going back to the Atlanta. The Atlanta Live. So yeah. you saw you saw Alex Damon. He took home the win for the for the Inner Geekdom. Yeah, up uh, match Emily the Rose Jacobson. Which that's I mean that's pretty good for showing for him. Like I know, we know he, he's strong in Star Wars, but mm-hmm. seeing him be able to start you know take his first win and maybe have some control over uh, over the Inner Geekdom League might be a might be a pretty big deal too. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how how far he grows into that one. Uh, and then you got uh, Ben Bateman versus Dan Merle, easily one of the best matches ever. Yeah, ever, ever, ever. ever. Like we're saying, match of the year. It's an early contender right now for match of the year this year. But now, are we also looking at that being like match of the year, or not match of the year, but match of the Schmodown? Almost one of the matches of the Schmodown. Yeah, that's easily a contender in there for that. I fully believe it's going to be one of those that you uh, show off to friends and family. Like, look, look at the level of competition that you're seeing here. This is what the Schmodown is about. Yeah. And for those, you know, I know pretty much everybody in the chat knows what the Schmodown is at this point. But every, if you're watching this later on replay, you're like, what is the Schmodown thing these guys are talking about? You might have seen like other videos on our channel where we're doing reactions to this Schmodown thing. If you are a movie fan, a fan of competition, a uh, fan of sports, wrestling, MMA, that any of that type of stuff, 
Like this is this is going to be something that's right up your alley. This is movie trivia turned into a sport. That's right. what it is. I mean, you you've got teams, you've got fact, you got rivalries, you got all this kind of storyline based stuff, but you've got it mixed with real actual movie trivia competition. That's at a much higher. Uh, <laughs> you got trades. You got betrayals. Yeah. You've got I betray you. You got yeah. at a much higher level than your normal pub trivia. Oh yeah. So it's definitely like if you're if you're watching this video, you don't know what this is. Go over to Schmodown Entertainment Network. Give a few of those matches a watch. See if you can get invested in what they're doing because they're doing some really great stuff over there, and it's only going to get better and better. Uh, so back to Atlanta. Um, it was even better than Robert's Schmodown match. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I would say we don't talk about that, but we talk about it all the time because that was such a fun day. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I disagree with everything here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that, uh, that, that Atlanta match was... It's the second live event this year. The first one was in New York, but, mm -hmm. you know, outside of New York, you know, we're, we're, they've been in New York before. We expect great things out of a New York live event. Uh, Atlanta was a whole new place. Never been to Atlanta before. Haven't been to that theater before. New city, new location of the of the country. New conflict within the Finstock Exchange. Yeah, we'll we'll see what the next conflict is next month. Yeah, <laughs> well, I sound like Frank Janish over here. Uh, not taking that stance. Love uh, love all of the Finstock Exchange. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this is a great kickoff for a live event outside of one of the usual two usual places of LA or New York. Uh, I think it sets a great precedent for live events for the rest of the year. Um, I know for a fact, like, we got Houston coming up next month. We got the free-for-all this month. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they might. Be, it sounds like they might be looking at Detroit or Philadelphia for, for May. Uh, Boston, they confirmed Boston. Couldn't get a spot for in Boston for May. Uh, maybe pushing that towards like a September time. So, a lot of lot of interesting stuff up in the air right now as to where they're going to go for live events. But as far as this Atlanta match, yeah, it was really good. So, uh, Atlanta was fantastic. Now, again, we don't want to spoil anything for like say the Throwdown because that is coming out. I believe that's being released tomorrow. Yes, that is being released on YouTube tomorrow. So I don't want to spoil anything for that. But Which, I mean, technically at this point, we probably could because most people are probably going to watch this tomorrow anyway. But if you have seen the Throwdown, you know the main event of Houston, right? And it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I'm not going to say it's as prestigious as say the Action Civil War was between Guy and Ben. But it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty far. Like, when you sit there and you think about, like, why in particular is this battle happening, you're like, you know, that makes sense. And this is a battle that was a long time coming that needs to be fought. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, excited, excited to see just how how this, this match goes down and what happens during it. I know some people say, like, on this one, bring down the cage. Make it a cage match. <laughs> like Which what? is hilarious, because we're talking about trivia. All they're doing is standing at a podium and, and answering a lectern or whatever, yeah. and they're just answering questions. If we saw, if you've seen, I mean, I know you did, but if you've seen the Houston live event last year, it's at the Booker T World Gym Arena again, so they're, they're going to be doing it in a wrestling ring again. Which, there's a reason why it's in a wrestling ring. They're yeah. going to play into something. You do stuff at the Booker T World Gym Arena that you don't do normally at any other live event. Which yeah. is which is why you should be getting your tickets to Houston right now. Because you know 
whether the matches are high-scoring matches or not, you're going to have really good entertainment value seeing it live in person. Yeah. The energy at that event last year was so high, like, there's no reason to not get tickets this time. Especially since, once again, plane tickets are cheap due to coronavirus. Yeah, that's the other thing, is, again, if you're trying to go to Houston, the Houston Live Vegas, you get your tickets now. Plane yeah, tickets. Right plane second. tickets now are fantastic. Open up a new tab, get some plane tickets. Yeah. Um... So, there's a lot to look forward to, especially because, I mean, you're looking at Dan is Dana's fourth time holding a belt again, mm-hmm. which, you know, he's continuing to break all the records. Rokas knows very much about all the records and all the, all the belts and all that, but... Uh, Dan has never been defeated in a live event. Has yet to be defeated in a live event. We've got free-for-all coming up. Yeah, free for all uh, is the event that he could be defeated at, just because well, of the how many competitors are there. Yeah, I would say technically, but yeah, he did. He won the last one. He so. won that one too. He's won every live event that he's appeared in. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, his his run could be broken with free for all this month, but it's just a matter of how the numbers come down to on that. Potentially, I mean, you you could say that, but you look at Bibiani. He was number one and. He's you know, still it, standing. If it weren't for Dan, he would have won the event. Yeah. So, uh, numbers no longer are a thing. It is about how well you play throughout the entire event. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, a lot of, lot, of, lot of good stuff coming from, from those live events. Um, let's see, we're about hour and 28 into this so real quick we got a lot more people who have joined in like since we started uh so real quick want to go back uh the intro worked oh yeah for those of you who weren't here when we started this the intro worked this time yeah it's fantastic we've got some uh we've got some technology success this time it uh bummed out on us last week but good to go this week apparently yeah so that was that was nice to have so just do us a favor and uh go back and watch the beginning of this video <laughs> if you didn't catch it once the stream's done just go back and watch the beginning of it let us know what you think yeah so really happy for that uh also uh during our housekeeping we mentioned uh my brother has a video production company based yeah. here in austin he has a gig unfortunately next tuesday what we will be doing is we will be doing a pre-recorded version of the tagline yep. uh that we're going to do probably monday night because we want to get as close to as to tuesday as possible mm -hmm. covering like all the news hopefully nothing major breaks tuesday during the day and we're going to be like yeah so what's the most major news well glenn close bought a banana at the grocery store today like well there's nothing else to talk about the next day, disney bought wb yeah that that's the one i think we're always going to be joking about is that that's the news story we're going to miss out on is i joke about that because there's no possible way that could ever happen I say that because monopoly laws will forbid it. Yeah. So, um, we're going to try to get it as close as possible, but we're going to premiere that next Tuesday. I'll be in the chat because I, I don't have an event that I have to go shoot. So, I'll be in the chat uh, to sit there, take your questions, uh, answer anything that y'all might want to talk about. Uh, I actually, instead of looking at a camera, looking at my brother, looking down at the computer, I can just look at the computer the entire time, and that's fantastic. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what's happening uh, next week. Uh, now, we've managed to get through this episode, pretty much everything with this episode, with like a 30 minutes left. Did y'all have any other questions in the chat? Anything else y'all want to know? Yeah, as of right now, I mean, 
we're not we're not hitting numbers like some of these other streamers are right now with their uh, twenty thousand subscribers. Um, so we're not we're not having a chat that's moving rapidly paced. We can we can keep up with you guys. So if you guys just want to send in a question, we'll be able to we'll be able to read it right now. Just ask it. Feel free to ask us anything. Like not even necessarily about topics. We we love the idea of you guys getting to know us a little bit better. Just because up until this point, all you've really seen is reviews and trailer reactions, a Schmodown reaction. Some of you have met us, you know, in person at various Schmodown events now. Uh, so. You want to get our thoughts on like certain franchises, uh, you know. You just talk like, "Oh, rank the Star Wars movies." Uh, you can do that if you want. Yeah. Uh, feel, I was, I was feel free to super chat or uh, streamlab that one though. Yeah, please. please. <laughs> uh, I was looking for like maybe someone would be like, "Hey, what is the the band that you wear on your wrist? What does that mean? What is your, That's your a good question? The tattoo on your arm. What is what's that mean? Why does why does his face look like that?" I mean, those are all good I questions. I play mom and dad. I mean, I do too, but then that's also the answer from my face. And Bingo. Yeah. Uh, reflection perfection. Anyways. Um, scrub, broken, scrubs. Broken mirror. Scrubs reference. Yeah. yeah. Why do we reference Scrubs on a movie Why do we live stream? <laughs> because we love Scrubs. So, yeah, any questions y'all have, feel free to drop them. Um if you want to uh, Streamlab or Super Chat them, you're more than welcome to because, uh, yeah, Streamlab Super Chats, you've heard it on other shows, that is what keeps the lights on on the channel. That is how uh, that's how the channel grows and gets bigger and bigger. So feel free to do that if you so choose. Uh, but, yeah, just drop questions, any questions. We, we want to we chat with you guys right now. So, so <laughs> Garth was saying that Screen Junkies fandom, they're all uh, doing work from home, so they're pre-taping them and then... Uh, sitting in the back. Uh, PC went back and watched the intro. Nice, thanks. Uh, so Nerd Chronic, uh, Eric Rodriguez from the Schmodown in there. One for each. Year. He is definitely playing just straight into like. See, he he knows us by now, and he knows exactly. Eric knows what how, questions to ask us, what yeah. to play. Uh, first of all, uh, before we answer his questions, Eric Nerd Chronic Rodriguez. He is used to be just the editor of the promos for the Schmodown. Now is editing the entire Schmodown. And we need to give him some serious props uh, as much as possible here. Dude is fantastic at what he does. Yeah. Uh, the Schmodown this season, look, it looks different. And I know, I know some of that is because Skybound has jumped in on board as well and is, is helping out with some stuff. But as far as like the editing goes, there is, there is a difference between this season and, and the prior seasons. And no, no flack against uh, was it Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, Aaron Wilhelm. Who, yeah, who was uh, editing before because he was doing great also. Yep. But we definitely are seeing some new flavor and some uh, spice added into the Schmodown this year. And that's and all look, because... And it's good. And that's all because of Eric Rodriguez. Yep. And that's... Yeah, so big props to him. He's doing some great, great stuff. Uh, give him a follow, guys, wherever he's doing other things outside of the Schmodown and all this. As much support as possible for him. Yeah, because he's doing he's doing like the podcast. He's got the Nerd Chronic yeah. YouTube channel. Follow him on there because that's all. It's great content as well. Yeah. Um. So he asked one for each of you. I'm guessing he's asking for my favorite Pokemon game and your favorite horror. Absolutely. Film. So my favorite horror movie right now is either Get Out or Us. And your favorite Pokemon game is the P yellow Pikachu one, where the the game where Pikachu followed you around because that was about all I ever really played. See, my answer there was more legitimate than your answer because you don't you haven't really played any Pokemon games. No, I played that one for like a brief bit, and then when I realized that the whole point of it was like, oh, 
I have to constantly walk in all these bushes and hope I run into a Pokemon to train my Pokemon so I get stronger. So eventually I'll just walk my happy butt over to this tournament thing and hopefully maybe I'll... Oh boy, he doesn't know Pokemon Oh, this is going to take a while to play this so, game and I don't have that kind of time. I'm also should... way over the age for that. Right, so what <laughs> we should do is we should actually flip these questions here. I'll answer the Pokemon one because that's what I grew up with and you answer horror because you're a freak. Um... So what's your favorite Pokemon game? Uh, so my favorites go all the way back to uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver. That's the second generation of Pokemon games. That is, like, I obviously I grew up with the first generation, and people who know Pokemon, they'll, they'll know what I'm talking about. But I think that is that is one of the peaks of Pokemon back in the old, like, Game Boy Color days. You're looking at me and telling me this. Like, I have any idea what the heck you're talking about. There's a camera right there. <laughs> so, uh... No, you can mess so it up. Basically, <laughs> the my my favorite Pokemon game is. Hey, are you still focused? Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that's. There's a lot of love. I have a lot of love for each of the generations. I'm looking at you because you're here. Deal with it. I have a lot of love for all the generations of games. Uh, but I mean, yeah, you're looking at somebody who's played them since, you know, red and blue. Mm -hmm. uh, Gold and silver, I think, were the peaks for me. Um, no other game has hit the same. <laughs> no other game has hit the same magic. We're seeing the replay of him covering the camera now. Yeah, no, <laughs> no other game has hit the same uh, level of magic that those games hit when I was younger. But also, again, yeah, I am older, so I have yet to really get a chance to play Sword and Shield because uh, all our money has gone into travel and equipment for the YouTube channel and seeing movies and all that stuff. I can't afford a Nintendo Switch, is yeah. what I'm saying. So, playing Sword and Shield is kind of... I kind of can't do that right now. I just can't afford the Nintendo Switch at the moment. So, if you want to send in some Streamlabs or some Super Chats, probably won't use any of those for a Nintendo Switch, but I'm saying probably use those for more uh, more stuff for the channel. Uh, see, Garth McMurray did put in a Streamlabs. He put a, the dollar stream lab in there it's like okay here's a buck for you don't forget that's a whole 50 cents each spin it wisely maybe a nice gumball i do like gumballs question with your special effects and other antics for your schmodown reaction videos do you think you will win reactor of the year this time oh let's come back to that in a second i gotta yeah. finish answering uh eric's question uh favorite horror movie I know mine for the most part i think i i jump between either uh the thing the 80s, The Thing. That's or, not a movie that Christian's seen. Yeah. Still. Or um, it might be, I, I also would probably say the original Dawn of the Dead, the George Romero one. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I love both of those movies. Uh, and then I also have like a very, very soft spot for uh, Evil Dead. And pretty much that whole franchise. I mean, you're so running around, you're running out here all day shouting, "Here's I my could, boomstick!" Yeah, I mean, I, I I could sit here and just start naming off like all the horror movies that I absolutely love. Um, or you could actually also see what my taste in movies are uh, by checking out the Letterboxd account. So I'm nice. on Letterboxd, Robert Adams MLP. Uh, nice. Give me a follow over there. Uh, I've I spent like probably like a good couple of weeks like listening to live streams and stuff. Uh, just adding movies on there, like frantically, like here's the movies I've seen, and I so need to do that. I just need to 
while I'm watching things because I'm so far behind on yeah. on my letterbox right now. You can Ooh. follow me. I, if this you can, chair is not comfortable. No, not for two hours. Um, if you can find me, you can follow me. My letterbox is very bare right now still. I've done a couple things. <laughs> There's a hint. If you can find me. <laughs> yeah, if you can find him, you can find me. But, uh, yeah, that's something I need to work on too. But, yeah, uh, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the thing. I, like Christian, also have not seen the thing. Yes, I'm freely admitting that here because there's a higher likelihood that I'm going to end up seeing the thing before Christian sees the thing. Yeah, but you also just don't like horror movies. Yeah, and I generally don't like horror movies. Um, but the thing is, is like you've seen, yeah. yeah, you've seen enough horror movies, or you've seen enough clips from the thing at this yeah. point. You know what's in that movie. Yeah, like it's kind of hard to be in a movie space at all and not and not see at least the the defibrillator clip. Yeah, you can't avoid that one. So, so the question right now is: Do I want to just watch it on my own, or do I want to wait till, say, I know Christian's talked about doing like a uh, we'll watch a thing watch along on SCN at some point. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if he's changed his mind on that yet or not. But uh, I kind of wanted to hold out and maybe wait till he does that because I would love to watch the thing the same time Christian watches the thing for the first time, just because that'd be. That'd be fun, mm-hmm. but if they could, uh, maybe if they could even pull off like an actual screening of it, say at like ArcLight or something, and we're able to be in LA at that time, I would love to go to like something like that too. Like, totally on board for that. I don't yeah. like horror movies, but I will watch. I will. I will do that. And I would be down for seeing that movie on the big screen. I've never Absolutely. watched it on the big screen for sure. Uh, so yeah, that's probably gonna be like my favorite horror movies. Uh, real quick, uh, I want to go back to Garth's com- uh, question, but PC just dropped a MLP because it said that the it's Robert Adams MLP. MLP uh, stands for Method Living Productions. That is my brother's uh, video production company here in Austin. Cine- so Cinefanatics as a channel as a whole kind of falls under that right now for us business wise. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. Like Method Living Productions is essentially the parent the company parent of everything. Yeah. So if you go, if you see, uh, I'll like, let you talk about it. That's okay. If you see Method Living Productions, look at the logo. You can tell the Cinefanatics logo is a portion of that. But yeah, yeah, feel free to plug your uh, your company. So if you ever find yourself in Austin and need some video work done, Method Living Productions for all your video needs. Or if you're not in Austin, you want to pay for someone to fly out of Austin. To... I do. I do get paid for travel. I'd be perfectly fine. <laughs> you don't want to pay that though. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I do. I do a lot of. Uh, so I'm doing a lot right now. I'm I'm really building uh, cred by doing a lot of freelance with some other people, which is again the issue that we're running into next Tuesday. Is I'm actually at a at a corporate event, shooting a corporate event with somebody else, kind of building that cred for for my name and for my own company, doing that as well. Uh, really getting into the wedding game. So there's a lot of fun stuff I'm actually doing with the video production, and lots a lot of fun stuff coming. Later, I know I want to build build up my uh, personal YouTube channel again off the back of Method Living Productions as well because I want to kind of do it on the entrepreneurial side. How are you building a business and mm-hmm. what that looks like for somebody who has severe ADD and can't focus on a dang thing during the day. Or during a live stream. Or during a live stream. <laughs> so there's a lot of fun stuff I want to do with that that uh, I'm still kind of working on the, the bones, the, the structural system of but yeah let's go back to garth so garth asks question with your special effects and other antics for your schmodown reaction videos do you think you'll win reactor of the year this well, time that'd be a dang great thing wouldn't it garth so i mean that's the thing i, I think yeah <laughs> that we've been uh we've been trying to do and that's the thing with like shut all up the... jake i didn't see what his comment was <laughs> he said meth lab productions 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's better than what JTH said, so. That's true. We're not going to talk about that. So, um, the thing is, is when, uh, first of all, getting into Schmodown reactions, that that's kind of like a hard egg to crack, is that you look at, like, how many people are watching the Schmodown, which there's a lot, yeah. but now you gotta you got to ask people to come back and watch a reaction. Come back and watch us watch the match that you just watched. That you just watched, just so you could hear us ooh and awe at the same things that you probably oohed and awed over. Yeah. Um, we, the thing is, is like with doing a reaction, you kind of hope that maybe you're getting, uh, you're giving people some insight onto your experience, your thoughts, your feelings by yeah. doing, like, say at the beginning, we talk about who's playing and who do you have winning this match, right. and then at the end we kind of recap everything and just what our thoughts and feelings on the match, the uh, post. In credit Pre- scenes, yeah, whatever additional scenes, uh, stuff like that is what you're hoping to get, which is fine. And that's what I mean, that's essentially how, like, say, Late to the Party uh, was one of the first major, like, reactor channels. Late to the Party did it, Take Three, Take Three did it, Take that Three way. was doing it, but, they, it but they all do them in different variations, whether yeah. it's like, say, sitting on your couch with a camera on you while you're watching it live, or a lot of them will do like the Skype, uh, or the stream yard uh in to where multiple people are all watching all at different yeah and different places and it's what our buddies over at called action do they do the they do the stream yard they'll get a few of them together watching it watching different matches and i love them because they get different people every week now well see now here's the thing is now where it's growing from and unfortunately this is what is needed to grow to get that reactor after show podcast of the year is first of all the that award is being called after show or podcast after show slash podcast yeah uh it's not necessarily reactor yeah uh so i I feel like it used to be after show reactor of the year i think so but now they're starting to move away from that and you're getting a lot more shows where people are just sitting there chatting about schmodown they're not necessarily watching and reacting to that episode for the reason i just said no one wants to watch you watch what they just watched. Right, which technically a reaction theoretically is an after show. Hopefully you are going to the Shmodown Entertainment Network and giving them your support, watching the video with them for the first time, giving them the likes and comments and all that, giving them the view, and then coming and watching our reaction to it after you've already done that. So the idea would be that what we produce as a reaction is still an after show. Yeah. But, again, since it's back to the idea that all you're doing is reacting to the episode, it's not a huge draw just doing a reaction. You need to do something more than just reacting, which is where I think, like, Call to Action has done a phenomenal job because they still do, like, their their call to reactions where they are reacting to those episodes, but then they're also doing the chill to action where they're very likely getting a Schmodown personality on the show, they're just sitting there basically hanging out, drinking White Claws or Jameson, <laughs> and potentially could be lasting in these conversations for like five hours. Right. Although that was ladies' night, New Year's Eve. But they're do. But they doing other shows like that as well, where they do like ladies' night. They'll do uh, Schmobates now, where they're building these other shows. They're still tied, lightly tied, to Schmodown, but yeah. they're developing their own characters, their own personalities, and they're creating content that you people want to see instead of just you come over to our channel and watch us watch the thing that you just watched. And so that's that's the landscape now. That's what you have to do if you want to even be remotely considered for that award. You have, you have fan favorites. Um, 
you know, like you had, you have people like JTH and Albert and, uh, you know, there Take was... Three, Take Three, all these individuals who were watching, a lot of them got nominations, some didn't, mm-hmm. but these are all individuals that you see consistently, you know, pumping out these, these Schmodown reactions. Well, and... the, that's the thing, and the consistency needs to be needs to be something in there as well because like yeah. i mean this last time we didn't see uh late to the party late to the party did like maybe like three reactions three or four reactions the whole year yeah so yeah i mean therefore they weren't consistent with it they didn't get the nomination which sucks because this was the first time that the uh the rundown, rundown was taken out of contention yeah and late to the party just had every time that they've been nominated rundown has also been in there and rundown has won every single time right so i would i would like to see late to the party get that if late to the party was in there this past time they would have easily gotten it hands down it's like can we give like a lifetime achievement award to some to some reactors who aren't necessarily consistently doing it anymore but still deserve to be recognized from back in the day Uh, so so the question for us though um the question for us though was you know are we going to be could we be nominated could we win it uh i'll i'll be honest i'll be honest even from this standpoint uh i think how you saw the rundown uh nailed down that that award every year that prior that it, it that it was in contention i think until you see another like major group rise up and do pretty well I'll I'll say that Call to Action is pretty much going to have that on lock every year. They'll have the point. award on lock, but now it's just coming down to can you even just secure a nomination? Yeah, which um, I would be happy. I would be happy to be recognized on a nomination fold. And uh, here's the I don't, I don't feel like we're like full of ourselves or anything, but we we did reactions for like the entire year. We pretty, missed one match pretty consistently. Not not counting the events that we went to, say like spectacular. Yeah. Um outside of that, we didn't really get anything out for that cuz we we were just there kind of taking it in. We only missed like Riley versus McWeeny earlier in the year cuz I was sick. Yeah. And we just wanted to watch it. So, I mean, we started we have we're doing these consistently. Um I feel like we're doing it with like good quality. I mean, the effort that it takes to go in, like if I do any special effects or little funny graphic things, that stuff takes time and effort. And I'm hoping that something like that would help you secure a nomination come the end of the year. At least the nomination. The the key to that though is that people have to people have to see you in order to see that stuff that you're doing with the video. So here's here's where you guys can come in for us because we would love to at least receive a nomination come this next year. Let people know about us. Share us. Tell people about the Cinefanatics. You know, Cinefanatics are doing great work over there because that's how this channel even grows, even beyond say talk, talking about Streamlabs and Super Chat. Let people let people know what we're doing and kind of kind of growing our stuff here because that's yeah. I mean, that's it. That's we don't we don't get in front of eyes unless the eyes who are already on us tell those other eyes to watch this thing. Yeah. Um. And I hopefully know... that's not confusing. Yeah. Uh, I know one of the other things I want to see, and apparently it is being worked on at pretty much as as I speak right now, mm-hmm. is that someone is doing like a Schmodown Wikipedia type page, something kind of like the. I know there's a Schmodown uh, fandom wiki page, yeah. Um, but someone is creating that not only for the Schmodown, but also 
potentially to also include the after show podcast. Right. So it's nice for the community. Like here, go to this this page here if you want to read about the fan leagues. Go to this page here if you want to see after show reactor podcast. And then it lists and maybe like we'll have like Cinefanatics, two brothers who love movies and Schmodown. Uh, call to action, just giant mega fans of the Schmodown and Team a Action. people and, who are doing Team Action and Schmodown things. Yeah. So, I, like, I want something like that because one, it's it's one go to source. Yeah. Maybe even having something like a a type of like TV Guide grid. For those of you who don't know, TV Guide was a magazine that used to come out weekly, long time ago. Uh, scrolling through the chat, pretty much everybody <laughs> here should know what TV Guide is. Well, for the most part, uh, like a TV Guide grid of like who's live streaming which channel and at like what times type of thing yeah so not only if like say you want to you're bored like on a tuesday night you're like oh i wonder if anyone's live streaming that i could go hop in a chat and talk to my friends basically hey cine fanatics is streaming at 9 30 central time every tuesday night cool yeah. i'll go click over there yeah. but also as i adjust out of the chair ow uh also i did not do that <laughs> also, that uh, if you are wanting to jump into this into this realm of after show podcast creators, that you're able to go to this page, you're able to see when people are live streaming, you can kind of gauge like when would be good for you to to jump in. If you want to start a live show, yeah. if you want to be uh, just having a, a, a bunch of people sitting around, whether it's in person with cameras in the same room like we are, or Streamyard skyping in. Well, you know, like how to coordinate that and get all those people together. And then there's that aspect, and then there's the aspect of people who just want to watch all the people who are doing those things. You want to be able to click on a guide and know, like, okay, Roxy Stryer is uh, streaming at this time. John Roca is streaming at this time. Mark Riley's doing his cantina here. Yeah. Coy's uh, doing this here. Call to Action's got this show, this show, this show. Then you've got uh, the Cine the Cine Fanatics. I almost screwed up our own name because the Cinnamon chat. Fanatics. The Cinnamon Fanatics are talking about cinnamon uh, at this hour. Like this is this is the kind of stuff that I would like to I'd like to see just because I know a lot of people are like, all right, where should I go? And then uh, Ed Haskell is uh, screaming at them in every single yeah. every, every single chat that he's the mayor of. Yeah, uh, letting people know all the shows. He's he's like one of the best supporters of the entire community as a whole. I wish he was here so he could hear me saying that he was one of the best supporters of the entire community as a whole. But uh, yeah, uh, you'll you'll find him everywhere. He's kind of like the TV guy right now. He's the roaming. TV guide of the chats. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a good point because after the Collider fallout, you got like a lot of the people who were tied to that, Roxy, Roca, Koi, all of them started, Riley, yeah. <laughs> I'm not leaving anyone out, uh, all of them started their own live stream. Well, now that you're at the position where if you're trying to do something like this, if they happen to be on, whoo, there's all the viewers. <laughs> kind of, yeah. You'll get the people like, on. hopefully you get people that are coming back that are going to watch it all playback later, but yeah. When you're, especially for a channel that might be eventually trying to um, monetize, mm -hmm. it helps if you're able to grab those like uh, Streamlabs. Well, Streamlabs, you don't have to monetize your channel for. You can get that whenever, but you can get those Streamlabs. You can get the Super Chats. You can get that in, and that would help support your channel. Right. Um, so it's great if you're able to see when everyone is going to be doing this. It makes it much easier for the fan community. So I'm eager to see when this this wiki document comes up. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it, it, it's fun having to scramble around and race and be like, hey, so who's streaming when and where and how and why? Right. Um, 
So real quick, moving off of that, uh, PC donated $2 through the Super Chat. She said, Houston, can't wait. I'll buy y'all a beer. We will accept a beer. I will take a beer. I will absolutely. I will not turn away a beer. Nope. Just don't make it a Corona. hey that's a timely joke. <laughs> I, I didn't like Coronas before there was a virus named after it. <laughs> to be fair, they're, they're, not, they're not the best. Um, I'll just let Vin Diesel have them all. Just... But, uh, yeah, no, I can't wait to meet you, PC, again, formally, intentionally this time. Um, Houston's going to be great, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, then Garth. Okay, so Garth said he had a follow-up question. So then might you do some shows interviewing Shmodan people? Um, we want to. The thing is with our channel is that we are very specific. You have to be here. You have to yeah. be here in person. We're not a channel that is really going to be set up to do StreamYard or... Like, we've talked about it before. Uh, we tried getting reaching out to some uh, some people when we did our Oscar live stream. Just because it would be nice to have like someone of that caliber chip in and stuff. The problem when you do that, though, is you're reaching out to people who also talk about movies, who also have their own YouTube channel. They're going to talk about it themselves on their own channel. It makes it kind of hard to... To be fair, a lot of them do that in multiple sources anyway. They do it on their channel. They do it on other people's channels already. So, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. But So, the biggest thing for the situation that we're rocking is that pretty much everybody that we would want to have on the channel, like everybody that called the action interviews mm-hmm. that we would want to have, like sit down and talk with us. They all live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a couple people that we've made connections with here in Austin, but for the most part, the bulk of who we, who we're interested in talking to, especially, especially because we're talking about Schmodown specific, they all live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of them come here to Austin. Like we met a, a lot at South by last year, including, uh, Ellis. Yeah. Uh, when we did the video announcing that Ellis was going to be doing stand-up in Houston and that we were planning our, our Houston meetup around that. Yeah. Uh, so that was there. We met Scott Mance at that. Uh, we met a couple other like Schmodown people around there. Uh, Rachel Silverstringy's come to Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, video Drew was going to come here for South By, uh, but she's she's decided to not come to Austin. Um, she was still going to come even though South By was canceled, but then she decided for health reasons, yeah, yeah I'm just she's, not going to go, which is great. <laughs> She's uh yeah I mean she's she's making good decisions for herself as well but yeah it was gonna be fun because we were we were talking about trying to get her on a couple of reactions maybe one of these also so but I mean even so we've had uh Jake Jake has been here as well mm-hmm. so he's come in he's joined us on chair and couch over here and did a reaction with us he apparently owns our chair now yeah he's coming back again apparently so we'll probably get him back on something or another we'll see uh uh, (laughs) danny from call to action uh she lives in corpus christi she's coming up here for work and stuff it sounds like i don't know if she was moving up here i don't i I have no clue yeah i I wouldn't i wouldn't be dropping that all over the place because i have i can't confirm that or deny it i don't know but yeah she was (laughs) she was coming up to Austin visit. So we might be able to get her to come do something as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to reach out to people when they're physically here, but I kind of just want to keep it so, them physically here. That's true. We've, so, I mean, we have, we have put out the conversations though about being able to like interview people and whatnot through, through like those, a stream yard type thing. And that might be something we, we might have some more conversations about and look into, but for right now, uh, right now we're, we're, we're pretty good where we're at. Um, who knows what the future may hold? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say yes or no to that down the line. 
Yeah. So PC's trying to tell us that we need to move to LA in order to in order to do all that. Which that's all well and good, but you're talking about moving to Los Angeles. Yeah, we can barely afford to live in Austin. <laughs> Austin's prices are already going up. Los Angeles is way more expensive than Austin. Uh, if you want to jump in that Streamlab and Super Chat, yeah, we still won't be able to move to LA. We're not trying to go over the top here asking for money, but I mean, these conversations just all happen to be revolving around the one key factor money right so uh yeah i mean i would i, I wouldn't mind going out there um there, there's also the part of me i'm kind of sentimental about austin i kind of grew up here you were actually born here yeah so i mean here's the thing like if if the career path requires it and says yeah hey la would be a great choice of financially sound decision for you guys to make every it all the stars line says yep la move to la I'm not opposed to it. It's just for the foreseeable future. That's not a financially sound decision. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not up and packing stuff out to LA right now because huh, that will not be fun. We'll live under an overpass. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, run through here and see if there's any more. Uh, yeah, because we've hit 11:30. It's about time to wrap this thing up. Uh, so we had feature presentation productions. I believe that is Tony jumping in here. Uh, yeah, cause yeah, I'm a, I'm a Brit. Yeah. So that's, that's Tony. So it's good to see you, Tony. Thanks for jumping in. Um, and Kelsey jumped in. Kelsey, Kelsey jumped in here. <laughs> Resting that liver until Houston. That's probably a smart decision. Ooh, cause Houston's going to be vague. The liver's going to cry in Houston. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to stay in Houston. The liver's going to Uber back to, I guess, what, Utah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hop on that plane back. Overpass rent, $1,000 per month. Man, I can't even, like, I can't afford to live in, under an overpass in L.A. <laughs> live in a van down by a river, the Cinefanatics. Nice one, Garth. This is why we love Garth. Because he makes the van down by the river reference. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I think... Uh, I, I, I am Tony. Yep. All right. So... I think for that's going to probably about wrap it up for, for this week's The Tagline. Yep. So, again, uh, just real quickly reiterating, uh, next week will not be live. We will be doing a pre-recorded episode. We will be uh, doing a premiere of it. I'll be in the chat. Uh, my brother's got a gig. He's got to go work on it. trying to make that paper. Yep. So, uh, that's what's happening for next week. That's right. You said um, phrase, right? Then sort of. Okay. If you're a rapper, I guess. Um, I am not. No, you're not. Uh, so yeah, that's what's happening next week. Uh, again, feel free to follow us. We are at Cinefanatics MLP on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, follow us on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Cinefanatics. Oh, I, did, I didn't do my thing. Slash yeah, no, that, that's fine. You don't have to do that every single I time. Like you it. can also follow us individually at our stuff down here below the Robert Adams MLP. There's Chris Adams MLP. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at those addresses as well. Follow me on Letterboxd, also Robert Adams MLP. Is there anything else they can follow us on? Uh, make sure you're subscribed and hitting that like and all that on the YouTube channel. Uh, we've got way more likes than we have people watching right now. So Y'all are doing a fantastic job on staying on top of that. They're on that. Yeah, so yeah, that I believe that's probably going to do it for this episode. Uh, yeah. 
thanks for coming thanks for hanging out it's been a fun time let's go ahead and hit that music and yeah we're gonna see all of y'all later we will see y'all i guess in person like in two weeks i will be here next week for that premiere yeah it was great and yeah y'all have a great evening later yeah. hit that music.